I need that sports, sports encyclopedia. We West Steve Kim. Got Trent in the cut. What up, what up, what up, man? The real Coach JB. My main man, Big Smitty. Ah! Are y'all ready for this? Run like something to prove it. Came to a conclusion that In any metric, coach, you cannot have Russell Wilson. Here. Nick gave me my first offer. Like, it, it, you gotta have that story. You gotta be marketable. Hockey, football, baseball, then basketball. Oh, I love this fucking show so much, man. Are you mixing light and dark at 11 a.m.? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm elated that I can be able to coach, that I can be able to mentor these kids uh, and give them everything that I've learned over the last 20 years. Get Smitty and Jason Brown, kill the ass around. We want the games to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we kill the ass around. We want the games to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB. What up, what up, what up? The Co Real Coach JB here, man, for the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty. We are proud to announce we have a new ad sponsor, and that is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports DFS platform in North America. We are one of the easiest and most exciting ways to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more. Then or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Price Picks is a skill-based, real money, daily fantasy sports game. How does it work, you ask? You pick two to six players, and if they will go more or less than their Price Picks projection, you will win. Players can choose from a vast selection of sports and stat types not offered anywhere else. Price Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes college football. We're about to start up. Pro hockey, pro basketball, pro football. NFL season is here. Plus pro baseball, pro golf, men's college basketball, NCAA tournament, plus women's college basketball, soccer, women's pro basketball, esports, pro car racing, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf. You name it, we got it. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Price Picks does it all. And I just got to be honest, dog. I started doing prize picks, and I won instantly. And that's why I am endorsing prize picks to the fullest right here on the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty. Go to prizepicks.com backslash Coach JB and use Coach JB as the promo code for a first deposit match up to $100. So go to prizepicks.com slash Coach JB and use code Coach JB for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the best betting app online in North America. Go get it and do what Coach JB and Big Smitty does every day. We bet prize picks. Head on over there, prizepicks.com slash Coach JB and get you $100 match right now. Appreciate you. 
Peace. What up, what up, what up? Got the blood boiling. We on this work boot Wednesday. I'm strapped up. Hard hat and work boot. Got the JB gear on. Got the just another kid from Compton t-shirt on. You know I got the realest t-shirts in the business. And it's the Coach JB Show. And it wouldn't be that without my main man, Big Smitty, with his LeBron hairline. What up? What's going on, y'all? Work boot Wednesday, man. Just another kid from Compton. I got my Naptown shirt on, not for nothing. We did not plan this, man. They're just repping our city. That's all, that's all that we can do. You know what I mean? That's What's going of, on? That's kind of crazy. I did not know you was wearing that today. That's kind of like, kind of, what are they called? Metrosexual or something? <laughs> nah, that's, um. what's yeah. that called? On That's So Raven, when, when, when she had like a little, like a vision. It's called something. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like guys trying to wear the what other guys wear. I don't nah, like. It's, it's my city. It's not for now. You, you see the city in the back. <laughs> nap town, baby. The real nap town. The real like, indie. Nap like <laughs> yo shit. Nah. <laughs> oh, like your I'm saying up. nap like ding ding to your face. That's what I'm talking about. on my chest right out the gate. What's up? I got something to say right out the gate. Let's what you get this say? started. I'm showing this right now. I'm ladies in the house. I hope you're all in here listening. I hope all the ladies listening, and I hope you listen and take it. I don't care how you take it, <laughs> but I'm gonna be honest. This shit's getting ridiculous. Oh shit! Group Hold of on. ladies made a list of places men shouldn't take them on the first date. We starting this show out with a banger. Before the quote of the day, before the I got a, a, a dime piece quote of the day too. But here's Ooh. the thing. You ladies out there, I'm going to call you ladies for right now. I'm going to be respectful to my Please. mother, my daughter. I'm going to call you ladies right now. You're saying that these are places that are unacceptable on a first date. First of all, we just did a thing on it. <laughs> it said Cheesecake Factory is number one. <laughs> Big City like Cheesecake Factory. I've been hearing about a lot of Cheesecake Factory people. I, I'm trying to figure out why Cheesecake Factory is so bad. You must have seen some rats or some mice or something. All right. Number two, it says, I can't read it. It's so goddamn small. Applebee's, number two, Applebee's. And then Chili's. And then Chipotle. I see uh, Chipotle. Chipotle, Buffalo Wild Wings. Olive Garden. Denny's. What? Church. The movies. My house, your house. Now that's you, JB. That's your favorite spot, the house. Well, as soon as I saw your house, I I said, "Fuck it, I'm done." I gotta be honest. I gotta be one thousand with y'all today, dog. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in a good mood about this. Not me either. Big Smitty, I gotta be real. Talk to me. Places that these broads think men are supposed to take them on date number one are blowing my mind. And I just was like sitting here like. Where are we supposed to take y'all? I think you think we're really supposed to take you to fucking roof, Chris. Snorkeling with the fucking dolphins. <laughs> a fucking chabruder. What is that? Chabruderie board? What are they called? It's it's a charcuterie board. Cheese and board. board. In a winery. <laughs> fucking helicopter ride. Fucking across the ocean. <laughs> fucking chart house. Fucking Morton Steakhouse. <laughs> Uh, I think you're supposed to, I think we're supposed to take them, Smitty, to fucking Jamaica or Hawaii. How about how about, this, how about how about just take the motherfuckers to my bank 
and withdraw all my goddamn money for their motherfucking ass. How about I take your ass to the internet and pay all your motherfucking bills? How Three. about I take you to the goddamn car dealership and buy you a C-Series Benz? Or how about we just go get you another fake-ass BBL in Miami? How about I take you to the fucking bathroom because I wouldn't give you a square to fucking piss? How about that shit? I'm going to be honest. I got to be real with you. Talk to See, me. The lack of truth that has been told to these girls their entire life, in my opinion. Bree, I ain't calming shit down. Y'all are entitled, enabled, and soft. Your daddy's been lying to you, and the lack of daddies in the females' lives has fucked them. Mm. I'm going to keep 100. Because if you all had a daddy in your life, you would respect men more. Mm. And it goes vice versa. It goes vice versa. Keep it real. Men, too. Boys would respect women, too, if they had a goddamn daddy that would check their ass because you wouldn't treat a woman wrong. Mm. But, goddamn, the ladies now, y'all are killing me with this shit. You know what? Social media has started and allowed you all to go off and make IG modeling a thing, showing your titties and walking around with fucking yoga pants in the, in the gym. And then when a the motherfucker look at y'all, you want to turn them in and video them and, and cry over spilled milk. Shit, miss me with that shit. Don't wear your titties and ass out in the gym then, homie. Stop miss, miss me with that bullshit. You ladies need to fucking miss me with your bullshit. Guess what? You getting Taco Bell and a motherfucking home visit fuck with JB. That's real shit. Anyway, Big Smitty, go ahead. I'm done. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. You preaching right now. I got You got to let, let me jump it in on this, It ain't too. the older women. It ain't the older ladies that understand it and know it. I know there's ladies in our chat that are real ones that, that know and are against this totally. I'm, it's, 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 it's this one generation. I'm just keeping it real. It's yeah. this generation, Smitty, that is really out there on the social media tip that really sees one person do it, and they all think they're supposed to get it done. And I'm just telling you, it ain't reality, dog. And the men that are buying them and taking them there, y'all need to be castrated out the menhood. You need to go be a woman, homie. You need to be a made-up human because you ain't supposed to be over here with us. Because we be telling them, I, I would I would check my daughter right now. I'd be like, get your girl, you better get your ass out of here. So I'm just trying to figure this out. Why is this becoming a trending thing? Because it's trending now. It's going to be a trending thing. That means men are going to start doing it for clicks and likes. They're going to start taking the girl to Ruth Chris. And I'm not even against Ruth Chris. I'll take a girl somewhere nice. I'm not going to take them to somewhere shitty, to be honest. Right. But to be honest, if you're demanding the shit, and, and, and ain't going to get out the car where I take you? Shit. You're going to get out the car. <laughs> That's the issue. It, it, it's not It's not so much of like, we're not saying we just take you to wherever. We understand if I'm asking you out as a man, as a gentleman, yeah, I do want to take you somewhere nice and make sure we have a good time. And I want to make sure that first impression is a lasting impression. I get all that. But to walk in, you know, acting like your shit don't stink and acting like, you know, you always hear this. I'm the prize. I'm the prize. Women always say that term now. So, like, you going with an expectation that I'm supposed to take you to the moon on the first date. I don't even know where it's going to end up. I don't know if we're going to be together. If we're going we to go home tomorrow tonight. I don't I don't know anything yet. I'm just trying to get to know you so I can figure out what the next step will be. And you're telling me to go out here and I, I have to spend you know, $600, $700, $800 on our first day. I have to. Now, if I do it, cool. 
You should be happy for that. Be thankful. But hey, first impression expectation? Be, Come on first now, baby. First impression to me, Big Smitty, should be the small thing that I did for you. Like, she'd be like, damn, he did some shit nobody's ever did for me. Like, Open the door, JB. You know I mean, what I mean? Me open the door is like normal. That's what I do to this day, but I'm saying today's world is not yeah. normal. Trust me. You open the door should be a normal thing a man should do for a woman, right? Especially when you're courting her and you're in the beginning. A lot of dudes to- don't do that. I still do it to this day, JB. I still do yeah. it. I'm just trying to figure out, like, the like they're taking your first impression as a Cheesecake Factory knock. Like, that's your first impression you're taking from her? Like, first of all, you're going out. You're going out with them. So you, you've obviously something happened, right? But, you know, here's the problem. Because, man, I'm telling you right now, it's these dating apps and all this swiping and sliding and all this shit that y'all do. It's allowed you to have a... Um, Bree's the only woman in the chat. Bree's a rider in here. Elizabeth Duncan. Is that a woman? I hope. Elizabeth? Yeah, it gotta be. <laughs> um, Elizabeth Duncan's another woman. There we go, Elizabeth. Shout out. Bree and Elizabeth in the house. Um, I'm trying to figure out, Big Smitty, why, like, back to the dating app thing. I think it's yeah. so convenient that they think it's so convenient that they can just have one thing. One thing, Smitty, is you, if two people say it and all... Oh, a what? You 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 write a big body bands? You like you like the Lakers too? Dog, the big body bands sold them. Oh, let's go out. Right. And that's it, homie. It ain't really a conversation deep in. I don't really get to know you. I got a big body bands. Oh, you want to go out? Oh, yeah, let's roll. All right. And then you take them and they get in the car and you roll up to Cheesecake Factory. And now they see you in the big body bins at Cheesecake Factory. And they're supposed to think and you're supposed to be going to the airport to get in the private jet to go to fucking Hawaii. Right. <laughs> Social Veronica media has messed up everybody's female. head. Another female in the house. Veronica Lopez in the house. We got some women in here today. We got some women. Um, yeah. Nah, for sure, man. JB, the last thing for me real quick though, before we go. The, uh, the social media has messed up all these women's minds and their heads. They're comparing their lifestyle to the rich don't say all these women so you're not offending these women in the chat yeah, say a, that a lot a lot of younger women my generation not yeah. people in the chat y'all a lot of younger people my generation specifically just they go on instagram they see these famous these, these uh, rappers girlfriends and these actresses and actors and they're flaunting their bags and they're going to you know dubai and all this stuff and now that's the expectation, even when it comes to regular, regular, everyday women. And it's like, listen, like, what about you made you think that I'm supposed to take you to Dubai date one? Like, what are you bringing to the table? Like, let's be real. As a woman, you got to look yourself in the mirror sometimes respectfully and understand who are you at this point in your life? What value are you bringing to the table that you have the expectation for me to take you to X, Y, and Z. And then even if I do take you to the Cheesecake Factory and inside, this ain't your favorite place, this is our first date. Don't worry about that so much. Be respectful, the fact that I'm taking you somewhere. Go in here, let's have a, a, a conversation. Let's have a good, get you a drink. You don't have to eat nothing too heavy if you don't love the place. But it's not about that. It's the first date. We're trying to get to know each other. Don't be uh, 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 so social media crazy and so thirsty for attention. You're going to pull your phone out and record me while I'm trying to open the door and be a gentleman to you when most men these days wouldn't even do that. I'm trying to court you. I'm trying to be respectful. I'm trying to take you out, have a good time. I'm trying to get to know you. So to come up with a full list, man, there's a lot of places on that list where I'm like, hey, y'all. Here's the truth of it all right here. 
Now you get to be my age. You're 47. Cats getting older. I've been doing this my whole life, though, to be honest. I hate it. I hate being around a lot of folks. I don't want to be around a lot of folks, especially when I was player player. I didn't want no girl, you know that way. One girl I didn't want to see with, with. I see one outside, and she saw me with another one. So I don't want to do that drama. So guess what? I'm cooking at the house. <laughs> Y'all come up to the house now. To get the woman to your house for a first date to cook for them, for the woman's side, that's weird shit. That's cringy. That's weird. They're going to think, oh, wow. So guess what you got to do, Smitty? What? You got to build a trust and get to know the woman. Right. It ain't just, I got a big body. Meet me at my crib. Now, back in the day with some hood rats, yeah, Taco Bell hood rat. We would come on through. Easy money. Pick you up at the bus stop. Easy money. If you really like her, though, and you really are really trying to say, hey, look, I think my cooking is more valuable, more legit than going to Ruth Chris. And I could be more romantic. I could be more. I could do all kind of other shit there. Not sexual. I'm talking about real shit. I could have the whole shit laced. Here you come. Chill. I got you. It's like me cooking and serving at a five star restaurant. Mm. And I'm trying to say you got to come hit like motherfucker, especially now. Shit. Motherfucker, Google me. Not like I can fucking do some shit like you can't just fucking report my motherfucking ass. Yeah. So but I, I do. Devil, I, I do understand the, the very, very first date. Yeah. You don't have the trust built yet. So like to your original point. You're saying you got to build the trust. Yeah, build well, you it on the bro. I'm not trying to day. go out with you to Cheesecake Factory, Big Smitty, if yeah. I don't know enough about you. Because of these whole variables that we're talking about right now where she don't want to get out the car and all that old other shit. Like, right. I'm going to have a relationship. Remember back, see, you're too young, Big Smitty, but back in the, the day. <laughs> oh, dog. But it was on the phone from hours. Like, motherfuckers used to miss school the next day. <laughs> Real no, shit. I, I definitely talked on the phone when I was young, JB. Like I'm, I'm in that I'm in that middle tier. Last the next day, we be on phone four in the morning. My dad gets a bill. What the fuck is this phone bill? Why are you on the phone for 19 hours? You know what I'm saying? Like in one day, and I'm like, so you know that's when you found that's when you was was filling them right, and then yeah, yeah. and that shit went on for possibly months, especially if she didn't live in your city. If she was like a little bit away, because we didn't have yeah. cars then and shit. I still treat it this day the same. But that was different though too, JB, because because now that's you were a teenager probably at that time. So you were young. We're talking about this first day conversation, the way I took it, or the way I'm looking at it as two grown ass men and women. You got a 30-some, 40-some, whatever, yeah. grown, established human beings who met each other at a fucking networking event. The man got her number, and now he wants to take her out to a first date. That situation. I do understand a woman not necessarily wanting to set the bar uh, as far as like going to your house because a lot let's be real a lot of men you got this beautiful woman at your house y'all having a good time a lot of men are, are in the back of their heads gonna be like shoot i might i might get lucky tonight she already here we eating good watching tv so women may not even want to put themselves in that position to put out that message that you might get some. You know what I mean? A lot of women got the little rule nowadays where, where they want to make you wait a little bit before they do that. Even though they deep down the side want it just as bad as you do, they don't want to be uh, defined as, as a whole or anything like that. So they're like, let, let me just take it slow. So I get they don't want to be at the house. And there's some spots on here too that I wouldn't even take my woman like where I'm at today. 
I'm not taking my woman to Applebee's today. Now, back in the fucking day, it's funny. Me and my girl, we actually met Applebee, but that's when we were young. We were in the hood. We were we were establishing. Where I'm at now is basically a 30 year old man. Got a career. Got a job. Got money. I'm not going there. But I'm saying there's some places where it's like Cheesecake Factory is like a middle tier. It's not it's not super cheap. It's not like it's some ten dollar type. Like you go to Cheesecake Factory, you spend you spend no hundred fifty two hundred dollars depending on what you're getting. So it's not like you're just out here going to some cheap ass spot. I'm just saying it's the expectation that's bothering me. It's the it's the you better not take me here. Like who do you think you are? You ain't Beyonce. You ain't you ain't one of you ain't the top tier. Like know who you are. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Hey, it's crazy. Uh, we got to bring this back with Jeff Nadeau later on today. I know he's going to have a strong opinion on this, so remind me if I forget. <laughs> he's going to be like, well, I, I, I'm i going to cater to them, and I'm going to take her. I'm going to get him out the car, and we're going to go in. And ladies, if you don't like it, then, you know. Right. Uh, like, this way, I don't mind spending a couple thousand on my women. I mean, they're just – Hey, my, my, my former player said, "You, Big Smitty, you cap, dog. I don't know what that means, but what does it mean? How am I – Latrell, talk to me. How, how am I capping? Capping about what? Cabin about what? I'm a married man, like so. I, I did something right. <laughs> if anybody on this show in this comment section should know anything about courting a woman properly, it's your boy. That's all I'm saying. It's your boy. So let me know, Latrell Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get you the quarter of the day. Quarter of the day brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Believe B L E A V. Get you 50% off plus welcome bonus. Lakers NBA started last night. Lakers got topped. Uh, we're going to dive into that later on. NBA full slate tonight. I believe 12 games are on tonight. Make sure you head on over to Bet Online Plus. The Arizona Diamondbacks, who beat my Doyers, which makes the Dodgers the best, second best team in the baseball still. Um, that's how I look at it, Smitty. When my team loses, uh, the team that beat me is in the World Series, and I think we're the second best team, homie. Yeah. Um, Arizona Diamondbacks came back down 2-0 to the Phillies in the series and tied it, went up 3-2, 1-4-2. And, uh, man, ended up winning 4-3 and 7. They games. won four straight? Nah, they, they won three. They won four out of five. Um, oh, damn. But uh, they came back and beat the Phillies, dog, and they won last night. And Bryce Harper went 0-4. for 4. And I didn't even watch the game, just just so you know. I know I know, I know sports, dog. <laughs> I just hear it, smoking a stick over here, hear it over here, and then I'm like, oh, shit, I know all the stats already for tomorrow. Fuck it, let's roll. You um, it over there. JB, JB keeps his ears to the streets. Hey, he just keeps hell yeah, hell yeah. So you can bet all that shit on betonline.ag. Arizona Diamondbacks versus the Texas Rangers in the World Series. Um, quote of the day, life's under no obligation to give us what we expect. Ooh. Say it again. Say it again for the ladies in the chat. Life's under no obligation to give us what we expect. I swear to God, Big Smitty, I did not pick that quote for the topic of the discussion of starting this show. I swear on my daughter's life. I did not even think about it. God right. works in mysterious ways, lady. God may be telling y'all, cheesecake's all right. <laughs> I'm telling she you, is. listen. First of all, the show started off. Me and JB did not call each other, but we both got on our city shirt on, number one. Number two, the quote of the day is in perfect alignment with one of our major topics. It's a lot of good energy going on right now, man. I, I feel like some money's on the way right now. Yeah, you guys should be dropping some super chat money. We should, we're going to give you guys free hoodies anyway because Matt beat us out. Damn, um, yeah. Plus, huh, 
Maybe something's coming today. Maybe a big ad sponsor or something. I don't know who's out there, but maybe something's cracking. I don't know. Um, Contrary to belief, brought to you by Prize Picks. Head on over to Prize Picks. I won last night again, by the way, on some NBA shit. Uh, the most beautiful things are not associated with money. I swear to God, I didn't pick this shit, homie. <laughs> Yes, you did. Beautiful things are not associated with money. They are memories and moments. M&M's. M&M's. Contrary to belief. If you don't celebrate those, they can pass you by. Is that not what we're discussing? I swear to God, somebody wrote this. Produ- they produced this show. We got produced. Eddie Manyway, are you producing this show? Contrary to belief. Life is a matter of choices. Yeah. And every choice you make makes you. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> more. That's Some crazy. More. How we're talking about all this right now. I don't know. Uh, Shout to Giovanni Narena. I don't Appreciate know why you. you knew that. I said the most beautiful things are not associated with money. They are memories and moments. M&M's. If you don't celebrate those, Big Smitty, they can pass you by. I also said life is a matter of choices. Mm. And I know that. We're all about choices. And every choice you make makes you. Come on now. Days are expensive, Big Smitty. Never forget who helped you out while everyone else was making excuses. Damn. Uh, JB, the the reason why I love this show, real quick, JB, we entertain, we bring laughter, we bring clarity, authenticity, we bring debate and disagreement on various topics, but then you bring gems. And right now, you really dropping gems to the chat, giving them real deal knowledge. And I also love our fans and our and our, our supporters. I'll call them our friends out here supporting the Gets Mini Out the Hood Fund. But look at Bree. I'm taking myself out the Cheesecake Factory. You go, girl. You go, girl. Cheesecake. I love it. I love it, man. We got what? We got about $40 in the Gets Mini Out the Hood Fund already, JB. Uh-oh. Gets Mini Out the Hood Fund. We got a t-shirt getting made. Uh, gets yeah. me out the hood fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I made that last quote. Uh, never forget who helps you when everyone else making excuses because I'm always been that guy. And then I always remember because I go back and I'm like, hey, dog, uh, whatever it may be, not even monetary wise, not even money. Oh, uh, really? I remember I was broken. I helped you, but it's cool. Yeah. I remember that. Um, yeah. But it is what it is. I don't uh, get mad, JB. I just I take note. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? Hey, Matt, Matt just texted us. He's sick. Matt, no excuses, Matt. You get on here sick. You could be laid on your fucking bed, laid to the side, grab your phone. I want to see you throw up on the show. It's the realest show on planet Earth, Matt. You're soft, Matt. Where you at, Matt? You better you be soft. soft if you're not here dying. You should be dying on this show for free. For we, need free proof of, we need proof of death, not death, death. For free, proof. too. It's free too. Oh, nah, Matt, gets Matt well. get well, oh, though, Matt. Matt. Well, tease and peace to Matt. Tease Not that he died, but hopefully he gets better. Uh, he'll be back. <laughs> JB, it's time for me and Smitty to rock the house. I, we got so much shit to talk about. Jeff Nadu joins us later on. Um, we got we got the thumbnail. You got the um. Can we give you the can I, the, the 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 poll question? It, it's a poll question. Drop your. Uh, Drop your choice. And, I don't like, like 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 stripper pole question or like a no 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 oh. just a poll just a poll question. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, 
You know Matt's real because Matt should have. He would have showed up. You, it, it's not like Denver Nuggets lost. They actually won. So right. Well, hold on. The question though, since Matt didn't show up, is the bet now off though? Like, ain't that the rule? Like, you don't show up for your money, you don't get the money. I don't know. I think we should give away some hoodies because we lost the bet still. <laughs> but, hey, uh, that's some black people shit trying to get out the bet. <laughs> come on with any excuse. Well, you didn't show up. I had the money right there. You ain't you ain't want it, so I, I spent this shit. <laughs> that is that's a BPS all day long. Uh, Smitty knows about that because he does that all day long. Because Smitty owed me some money, and then I saw him the other day. He didn't give me no money. He was like, "Oh, I was like, yeah." You ever, you never seen the Bronx tell? Uh uh-uh. uh Man, that's a damn shame. But I heard of it though. Is it good? Yeah, it's about twenty dollars. The whole movie about twenty dollars. It's 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 basically like. I gave you $20 when yeah, we were both yeah. kids. One went this way, one went that way. The kid that I gave the money to became, he he, he had the $20 to give me back. Years right, went right. by. I saw him every day walking down the street. I asked him every day for my $20. Every day he, he had an excuse. And then the moral of the story is the mob boss who was teaching his kid, like, fuck him. Let him go. You just lost a headache over $20 right so don't let it go and uh because they he would chase the guy up if they got they got older this motherfucker was chasing him around the hood like and Sorry, the guy was like, what are you doing just leave him alone it's a, you lost you lost him for $20 um yeah. Alan I would I'd rock that shit <laughs> um <clears throat> better I lock my door Bree See, Big Smitty don't know about this type of shit right here. She don't. He don't know what we're talking about. No, you don't know. I do know because we talked about this on the show before. Jeff Nadeau, it's I forgot what it's called, but it's when a woman sits down first and she leans over and opens up the other the, the door for you. My you wife does that for me. I know that. I got game. Come on now. Did she do it? And she did it, and he was like, "Yeah." Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know um, that. It's respect. Oh, question: Who's winning the World Series? Rangers. Diamondbacks, drop it in the chat. Who wins the World Series? Man, I'm rolling with the Diamondbacks. They're hot, dog. They've been an underdog the whole time. Dodgers are supposed to beat them. Phillies are supposed to beat them. And stat of the day, Big Smitty, first time ever. Ever? In World Series history. History? That two teams that were plus 500 to win the World Series before the season started are playing each other in a World Series. Ooh, that's wild. That's big time right there. You never know who's going to make it, man. I feel the same way with the NFL. Damn near the same way with the NBA this year, man. Parody in all sports right now, man. I'm going with the Diamondbacks as well. That's, you know, that's, that's like my second home now in terms of like vacation. I've been to Arizona so many damn times. You go there all the time as well. Shout out to Pat. So, you know, hey, I got to go with Arizona, man. They're hot. They got all the momentum, and momentum in sports is everything. So I'm going with the Diamondbacks until further notice. Yeah. it's uh, We're going to see. We're going to see. It's going to be interesting. Um, It'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. We got a lot to discuss, yeah. though. There's a lot going on. Uh, yes, sir. There, we, uh, we just got a tease kind of from our guy, Allen, who threw some money in and shot out to Allen and kind of said, as a Raiders fan, what, what he would want. He would want you to be the head coach. I think this is the perfect segue, in my opinion, JB, to our first topic and to our thumbnail, having that conversation. I mean, you got Kayla Williams and Lincoln Riley, and I know you've been having a theory, an idea that 
you could there, there's a pathway right now that they both could be headed to Vegas for the Raiders. Can we hear your theory? I know you talked about before, but everybody wasn't on that show at the same time. So, like, can you explain your theory behind those two cats going to Vegas, joining the Raiders? Yeah, I'm getting a DM right now from one of my uh, former oh, players. Okay. Former players, uh, Utah legend as well. Um, holds a record, all-time record, NCAA. He's the only person in the history of the NCAA. Trivia question, Big Smitty. Who is this? Who is this? Anybody in the chat can answer this question. I'll give him a hoodie right now. Separate than the Savage hoodie. Ooh. Who is the only person ever to return two 100-plus yard kickoff returns in the same game in NCAA history? I knew this. He played for me, by the way. He and he just DM me. He wants a T-shirt. <laughs> he played for you. Played for me, and then he did it at the Division One level. Yeah, it's a Power Five school. It's a Division One level. Um, mm, mm, mm. he returned two 100-yard kickoff returns in the same game. I, know, I feel like you're gonna say the name. It's gonna like it was against Cal. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Chat, do you guys know this one, chat? Hurry oh, up. Ryan, Ryan Ehlers got it right. He probably Googled it. Ryan Ehlers, you deserve a you deserve a t-shirt or a hoodie. Um, Reggie Dunn just DM'd me, one of my former kids. Not only did I coach him in high school, I coached him in JUCO as well at Compton College. And then uh, went on to play at Utah, became an All-American, and uh, got it. Played for the Dolphins and the Steelers and uh, one of the fastest dudes I've ever seen in my life. Shout um, out to Reggie, man. Shout out to Reggie. Shout out to Eric E. Dub Weddle and Reggie. Reggie's coaching. Uh, he's coaching wideouts up there at Utah. I got about six good friends of mine on that Utah staff that I either coached with, coached against, or played with, or played for me. So I got a bunch of guys on that staff. Um, Ryan, drop your uh, email. Email your address. To the coach JB show at gmail.com. And everybody just listen today. Whoever wins today, make sure you use that email so I don't have to type it 20 times. Drop your address, size, and uh yeah, size and address and name. And don't lie, and don't lie on email because we're keeping track on who won. We got Eric with the wrench right now behind the scenes, right now. Everybody name who actually wins, so don't try to. Pull a fast one in email and think we're going to get something for you. We're going to block you. So only if you want. All right. So back to this Caleb Williams thing. It's on the thumbnail. Um, Josh Felix still ain't got his uh, hoodie. Josh, I got to get your hoodie. Uh, Josh ain't even a member no more because he was like, fuck, you didn't give me my hoodie. Damn. So he just gave a member. God. Damn, Eric. Eric. Eric? Fuck. Um, Josh, I got to get you one, dog. Hey, Josh, if you show up to play poker like you say you were supposed to uh, three times and never show up, maybe I can get a hoodie in person. Hey, I got you, Josh. Uh, I got to get Josh. Josh, can I get you? I got to get your address. Um, Derek, we got to make sure we get Josh's shit to him. That was like a year ago. Maybe more than a year ago. Shit. I've been two years. I've been three years ago. Uh, <laughs> I, ain't, okay. hey, I ain't even got it, Josh. I know I owe you 20. I ain't even. 
I got you, though. That's some, I got you, though, bro. That's some, I see you. <laughs> That's uh, what I got you doing, JB. Splinter. I got a splinter just sitting in my finger deep. Like, big how, you ass. A, how you get a splinter? Look at that one right there. You going to get it out? I don't know. I'm trying to get it out, but you know what? I like pain, kind of. So it's weird. You know what I'm saying? I don't got a real, I got an unbelievable high pain tolerance. Just pull my tooth right out. I don't care. I, you know, I, surgery wide open, wake. Like, I don't, I, I like so pain. I, so if, I, if I slap the shot at you, like, it wouldn't do nothing to you? Nah, hell no. Right, it hurt your hand. Hurt your hand. hand. <laughs> hurt your hand. My hand. My hand. Your, your leather ass hand would hit all. See, when leather hits steel, it rips. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Um, Lincoln Riley, Keller Williams, JB. What's on your mind? They going, they going to Vegas. They going to the Raiders. What's up, man? All right, first of all, let's go to the core of the problem here. Lincoln Riley backed out of his obligated radio show two days in a row and missed practice for the second day yesterday. My good friend is acting as the interim head coach right now. Dennis Simmons, good friend of mine, been all over the place. Was at Oklahoma, Washington State, uh, recruited me. Uh, recruited my players for a long, long time. One of the best dudes on planet Earth. Uh, he's a salt of the earth. Dennis Simmons, great dude. All right, so having said that, um, he's the interim coach right now. The last time Lincoln Riley did this, he was in the backstages of working in the SC deal. Mm. And he missed practice at Oklahoma. So people now are saying, oh, this is what he does. Now, this is not my... Speculation. My speculation has been for what, Smitty? Six months I've been telling y'all he's going to be the Raiders head coach. Been saying it. So I told you he was going to be the Raiders head coach when he hired Cliff Kingsbury. And I heard from a few inside sources that Cliff will be the next head coach and Lincoln's going to try to entertain an NFL job. Now, as of the last few weeks, if you haven't seen the social media world, he has been, there's been tabloids out there saying Lincoln Riley's entertaining NFL jobs. After we've said it on this show before, anybody ever said it. Mm. Like, let's start paying some homage. Nobody said it before me. Let's keep it real. Nobody. I said it first. It got on Cameron and Mace. It got on fucking Dan Patrick. It got on all these different shows. But we don't ever get paid no homage. Anyway. We're good with that, though, Big Smith. We got big shoulders. You know what I'm saying? We carry a lot of weight. Secondly, to address the whole Michigan thing that we're going to get into, if you haven't noticed, I've been calling it out on social media because I don't fuck with Lincoln or Cliff. Kicked them both out of my office several times. Anyway, they this guy's in the huddle talking to Caleb Williams. Highly illegal. He's not a 10th coach. Came out in the news yesterday that now that that Lincoln was actually missing practice, they're trying to make Cliff a 10th coach so he can actually do what he's been doing for the last fucking three months on the sideline, which is highly illegal. Zach and I were talking about this earlier. So now they're making him a 10th coach, but no issues ncaa but you're all on this jim harbaugh kick hard but i haven't heard anything about the usc cliff kingsbury being in the huddle and now you're trying to make him a legal coach and still nothing why are you trying to make him a legal coach now after he's been on camera which is a blatant just slap in everybody's face like it's not like you're hiding the motherfucker he's in the camera in the huddle with caleb as non-coach He's an analyst. Can't be on the field. 
or you'll be on the field. Can't be in the huddle, on the sideline, off the sideline, onto the field. So right. you can't even coach in practice. Really? You cannot coach in practice as an analyst, not hands-on. You can't be in the – it's only 10 coaches allowed, dog. 10 on the road, right. 10 on the field, 10 legitimate paid coaches, and then you have analysts. So trying mm. to figure why we all why we so tough on on Harbaugh, but it sounds familiar because this is kind of what I've gone through my whole life. When you when they don't like you, they don't like you. They don't care about nothing else. They they will ignore other wrongdoings of others and go after that one person. So that's what they're doing right now with Harbaugh. So back to the Caleb Williams thing. I said it three months ago. I'm gonna stick into it. I think Lincoln Riley's gonna go try to get the Raider job. Caleb would go with him. That's my opinion. Raiders need a quarterback. Last night I heard that from an inside source that Harbaugh definitely wants out of Michigan because of all this drama. And the Browns are a great spot for him to play against his brother. I said that, I think, three months ago. But now the Chargers are one of his favorite landing spots, which makes sense. Herbert, come fix him. Harbaugh would be that guy to fix him. Come over to a roster, ready roster. I think the Chargers pretty much have a ready-made roster. Yeah. And he said he's not, and I heard he would he would go to the Raiders as well. So Raiders, Chargers, Browns would be some spots Harbaugh would possibly go to. Um, but I think he wants out of Michigan. I, 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 there's only so much you can do. Uh, if you don't win a natty, um, then you, you know, you're still, you didn't win a natty. You got all this, this different shit, but. Let's let's show Cliff Kingsbury Bailey. Uh, I want to see you got that's Dennis Simmons right there. Good friend of mine. He's an interim head coach. Um, that is highly illegal. He's supposed to be on the sideline, um, and it's interesting. He has a script in his hand, does he not? He got some in his hand. He got some paper on his hand. Let's show like it again. It's crazy, dog. Like it's it's really crazy to so me. So as an analyst, you can't even be on the field. Not like you could be on the field, but not a, interacting with the team. Not he looked like he has a fucking call script to me. I'm I'm just gonna keep it real. That's a yeah. call script. Um, <laughs> uh, but but it's not like I'm assuming right now. We've seen him in the huddle during games. Right. Right. Yeah, we've seen him. We've seen it's him. Not like it's not like. He's not in there talking to Caleb Williams. I wouldn't be remiss or surprised if he wasn't calling the offense, to be real with you. Now, if he was calling it, though, we would definitely know that, though. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, you, you know what I mean? Is, he, is, really. is he mic'd up during, is he uh, mic'd up during the games? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I got to start paying attention now. But hey, Lucy I don't know. loves Cliff Kingsbury. Lucy loves Cliff Kingsbury. Lucy is literally defending She's like, it ain't a call script. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lucy said it could literally be anything. <laughs> I mean, listen, you technically are right, Lucy. It's all hey, fair. Lucy, you know what it is? I bet you it's a list of not to where not to take women. That, that's what it is. It's probably that list. It probably got Applebee's on there. Probably got Gay Factory. It's probably a yeah. list of going out after we got the Arizona house. Remember the house with the with the pool? Yeah. Um, you silly as hell, man. I, I think. Say. 
He's gone, Big Smitty. I think he's gone. I think Cliff's being the next is going to be the next head coach. I still think it's going to be the yeah. same system, offensive practice, no defense and special teams, no toughness, no grit. These two both have been the same guy. They're they're a trend guy. They're trendy guys on offense. They're they're tempo guys. They want to have great offenses and all that. I'm gonna be honest though. This year's offense at SC has not been impressive uh, as a normal Lincoln Riley offense. No, it hasn't. I mean, it's been real just pass heavy, heavy, heavy soup. Like there's not a lot of trickery. They called something that was special during the Utah game. Like what one of their only early scores, or not only, but one of their early scores in the game. Like, oh, that was a good ass call. Uh, it was like a fake. I think it was like a fake play action inside zone toss out to the outside. Completely fake the defense. You know, but I, I need to see more of that. You know, I mean, they're saying you're an offensive wizard. I need to see more of those type of plays. So, you know, we'll yeah, see. Jimmy could be right. And here's where, you know, everybody's talking about the Caleb thing. You know, he's soft. He's got nails. He, he's this. He's that. He's that. Um, here's the issue I got, too. Um, I got to be real. Like, I don't think people realize Lincoln Riley quarterbacks have not succeeded in the NFL. And this is why I'm pointing it out. I'm pointing it out as because you're seeing the offense become stagnant this year. As to me, if I have the number one quarterback, if I'm the guy that has a Heisman guy that's going to go after two Heismans and be in rare company, um, then I'm doing things to progressively get better to show NFL GMs that this cat is an NFL-ready guy. Not... Let's do the same shit, RPO, sprint out of the back, fucking get out of the pocket, make these throws across. Like, how about you sit him in there, get some NFL devised offensive schematics, and let this guy throw on time, let him sprint out, let him force the run. If he don't like it, take off, be him. But, like, same offense, dog. And then you see why Kyler struggles. Baker's struggled for the most part of his career. Uh, all the quarterbacks who have left. Jalen Hurts wasn't his guy, so stop. He was three years tootled up, tooled up, tutored up, coached up, mentored up at Alabama. Let's just be real. His quarterbacks have never done anything, and they all have some sort of diva mentality, if, you're not, if I'm not mistaken. Do they not have some sort of glaring hmm. diva mentality over them? Like, I'll just be real. And you either allow it or coach it. There's just no way that you would see Caleb Williams. Let's 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 take the paint and nail shit out on the sideline after a loss, sulking like that, or doing the shit that he's done over the last few years. To be honest, different times, winning kind of covers up a lot of uh, horse shit at 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 Alabama, at Georgia. You wouldn't see it. You wouldn't see it at the old SC under Pete Carroll. You would not see this shit. Let's just keep it real. There's no way in the world that you are not coaching it and allowing it. And then it's funny that your head coach, leader, CEO, misses an obligated radio show, misses practice two days in a row, and you wonder why your quarterback acts the way he does. Allow it or coach it. I, I, I that's. I'm just keeping it real. I'm just telling you what I feel. It can could be we, can we pull the picture back up, though, real quick? Because I'm just curious, like, because, listen, I, I feel you on a lot of stuff, but the, the, the Kayla Williams on the sideline, those three those three stack, those stack pitchers, man, the, you know how this shit works, JB. 
a, a, a photographer can catch you at one split second of of any of these moments and just be oh, and then use that to like try to hey, no, I'm not even your name and your character. Like at the end yeah, of the day, yeah, yeah. He, he's frustrated because they're losing. I mean, I, I'm not I, even tripping on these three pitchers though. I'm not. I'm not those three pitchers. I'm not really tripping on. It's 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 just the simple fact that like I got good inside sources that played against them last game and basically right. texted me certain things like dog. Please understand, these this cat hadn't didn't want nothing to do with us. Like I heard Lincoln Riley. Now I've heard rumors that Lincoln didn't shake Whittingham's hand, but I went on researched that, and I saw. I I don't know if it was this year, but it looks like they hug at the midfield line. I'm trying to see make sure because I would I would hope not. I would hope Lincoln t- uh, went over and shook Whittingham's hand. I, if that's really happening, then I we got a whole another issue, and I'm v- definitely convinced. Here's my issue with USC hiring the guy. And I said it from the jump. Um, And I'm going to stand on it. USC. Listen to what I'm telling everybody out there, all my USC fans and everybody out there. USC will never, ever, ever win a natty or be in the hunt and get back to the Pete Carroll era without a L.A.-rooted cat. You have to have a West Coast, L.A.-rooted individual. If you bring these Midwest and Southern dudes into L.A., it might be cute for a year. After that, it's old and everyone sees through you. You don't move through the hood. You don't understand the L.A. vibe. You don't get it. And guess what? Boosters don't fuck with you. The fan base. Your number one market. High school coaches from Cali and L.A. You're not allowing them at practice. Only selected few. Well, guess what the other ones that you don't let in go? To Oregon, Wazoo, Washington. All these different places that are losing. We're losing West Coast kids to because we don't have a West Coast coach. And guess what, Smitty? If I'm at Oregon, giving you a little tidbit on recruiting, if I'm at Oregon, I'm like, dog, why would you go to SC? Yeah, it's in L.A. You're from L.A. I get it, but your coach ain't from L.A. Your coach, we got seven L.A. coaches on, at Oregon right here. It's like being at the house. See what yeah. I'm saying? I'd be using that against you all, motherfucker. I've done it before, Smitty. Like, dog, who cares if you go play at home? I'm from there, but I'm not coaching there. I'm coaching here, but we got all the homies from the hood here. Right. So come fuck with me. Come feel more. You'll be more comfortable here in Oregon with my, with your LA cats than you would be in LA at SC with a bunch of fuckers from the Midwest that don't understand you how you move. But, but JB, I, I got to counter that. I got to counter that though, because we've seen too many examples at too many schools where coaches who are not from that area or whatever go there and, ha- and have success. Like, you mean to tell me hypothetically, if Saban left Bama to go to SC, he wouldn't turn that program around. He couldn't bring a natty to him. I don't believe that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. If you have a guy who's from the actual area that can help from inner city recruiting, I'm not crazy to, to say that. But I to say it's necessary to have that to win a natty, I don't know if it's necessary. I just think you need. I think you need a certain type of coach. It's more of a personality. Uh, look, look, look who's SC. Go go look at the cats that have won at SC. All LA rooted, bro. Tell me a guy that's not from LA that's won. Tell me a guy at UCLA that's never that's one that's not LA rooted. Both 
coaches are L.A.-based cats. Terry Donahue, Bob Toledo, L.A.-rooted cats, UCLA's most historic coach. Red Sanders, go back to when my uncle played at UCLA. L.A. Compton native, Red Sanders. I go back. I can go back as far as you want to go. Larry, uh, John Robinson, mm. one of the greatest. L.A. rooted. His son's a good friend of mine. He's coaching the JUCO here in L.A. Um, Hackett struggled for the most part. Larry Smith struggled for the most part. I mean, let's be honest. Um, there's so I many. There's so I many. Hear you. I hear you. I mean, but it's not about just recruiting LA kids, though. It's about at SC or UCLA. You got to understand the movement here. It's too big of a place. You go up to Oregon and be in fucking in Eugene and where are you going? Medford? Yeah, I'm gonna go Medford to fuck around tonight. Like, where, where, where the fuck are you going? Portland? Come on, man. Like, you have to understand the movement of these cats to keep, not only re- keep them, but to retain them and recruit them year in, year out. And then you got to have that swag and that vibe, in my opinion. You can't ignore your fan base, homie. Being a Midwest cat, there's a reason why you ignore the L.A. fan base. You're scared of them. I now I agree with that part. You gotta have a swagger. You gotta you gotta embrace the culture of LA. You I'm have to that motherfucker like this, Big Smitty. First yeah. day, I'm walking like this with a goddamn tie with this shirt on. Right. No, it's I about feel to get you. turned up. I feel that 100. percent Him not allowing coaches to come in and watch practice is crazy as hell to me. Him not embracing the culture, the city, that's crazy to me. I agree with all that, but to me, I think it's more of a personality trait of a, of a style it's not like you just have to be from la i think it's like fuck you just gotta have that it factor that we always talk about that same so there's, there's, there's about one guy there's one guy that i believe will come to sc and win and that's not Ooh. from la and that's urban meyer that's the only guy in america who's not from here that could come here and win and why is that because he has that he's a recruiter he can recruit exactly. nationally he understands it all but I'm, that's one guy i'm telling you one that's it that's it. I'm putting him over Saban in L.A. Because of age, number one. B, telling you, dog, there's a reason Saban's not fuck with this out here. Because he's been offered some jobs. <laughs> he don't want to fuck with this L.A. lime life. He don't want to fuck with this Hollywood fast-moving shit. Urban would do it and would yeah, succeed sure. instantly. So I'm saying right now, Urban's the only cat. And I think he could be holding – he could be – because remember – it was strongly considered him taking it when Lincoln got it. So I would not be shocked if they take throw the house at him. If they throw the house at him, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, but that's my take on Caleb. I think Caleb and 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 Lincoln are out of there. Um, and I think Lincoln's paving the way because I think LA's gotten too much for him, too much on him. I believe he's bitten off more than he can chew. He was a big fish in a small pond in Oklahoma, not only in Norman, Oklahoma, small area, small town. You are the fucking God. If you walk into a store here, motherfucker might bump you out the way and get your guys in line, homie. Like, oh, they don't know who you are. They don't know who you are at Walmart, motherfucker. Hey, dog, get in line. They arrested a Christian Lave yesterday at 30 miles over the speed limit. Can't wait for Jeff's take on that. Jeff's pissed off. He said, why are we arresting cats 30 miles over the speed limit? So we'll have that debate. Um, 
But he said, I'm from, I play for the Saints. And the cop said, and (laughs) that's what they would say to Lincoln Riley in LA. And guess what, dog? My homie, Dennis Simmons, my boy. But he ain't got no hood pass, dog. He ain't taking fucking, he ain't taking Lincoln Riley into the Nickerson Gardens. So you so you saying you basically saying the coach got it the coach got to be from the hood? He ain't got to be from the hood. You got to have a cat on your staff though that can give you a pass. Pete Carroll, guess who he used? Oh, oh, Freeway Rick, my mentor, Ooh. Coach Ward, my boy. My, I ain't gonna say my boy's name, but runs yeah. the Nicholsons. My homie, myself, Midnight. Midnight going into Nickerson's to get the best players in America, dog. In midnight back in the day, going into the Nickerson's. And guess what? The whole Nickerson's was out. Mm. Motherfuckers was out at midnight. That's when they come out. They don't come out at noon. They come out at midnight. Right. So Carol walking in there, chewing his bubble gum, homie. Like, because he had that pass. He had that pass, though. And once he had that pass, he could go to any hood. Freddie Mac, shut your bitch ass up. Motherfucker, you don't know nothing. Shut up. So <laughs> I'm just trying to say, I'm trying to keep it real because all yeah. you motherfuckers out here that don't know, Freddie Mac, you need to call in and I'm going to have a homie call in and then we'll say if it's cap or not. And we could do it right now because I'm tired of hearing your fucking bitch ass mouth. Run your mouth like you know a motherfucker, homie. I ain't the one. You don't know me. Shut the fuck up. I am so tired of fucking pussy talkers through the social media and through this fucking keyboard because they're so soft. They wish they could be us. And that's why they say cap or whatever the fuck y'all say. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it always is, man. But um, go ahead. No, I was saying no. A lot lot going on, man. I wanted to uh, transition to another big time topic that you was hot on last night. You was hot, JB. We got got 10 group chats in our phone, and we picked one of them, and we was talking about this behind the scenes, this whole Quincy Avery um, beef, I guess I'll call it, on social media beef with uh, uh, my guy Brady Quinn. Uh, these guys are going back and forth. You guys didn't see it uh, all, you know, I guess, was it yesterday or a couple days ago? Quincy Avery, you guys don't know, he's the court. I think he's the quarterback coach for Deshaun Watson. Those two guys have a podcast together. I think they started recently. And, you know, I don't know the guy at all, but over the last couple of years, it's just been multiple instances where he's going at media members or former players or coaches or whatever on social media. And uh, he's kind of getting like a bad rap. And, you know, I don't know if it's if it's deserved. Again, I don't know the cat person or, or, or not. But he went at Brady Quinn for a comment he made about, I guess, Deshaun on his radio show. And uh, Brady clapped back with something, with something smooth, uh, something vicious, Here, I would here's say. The issue. Here's the issue. Do we so have I, it? I've had Quincy on this show. I had to, I had to literally end the show and cut him off. He's yeah. Horrible. I saw a fake right through him. So I saw a fake right through him. So backstory, Quincy Avery is a Division II wide receiver who's now made a name by coaching NFL quarterbacks after they've already been coached and trained up. They're already in the league. For some reason, they're hiring this cat, this joker of a coach, in my opinion, which I've seen him online, and everything he tells quarterbacks are strictly for social media. There's no validity to any of the shit he's saying. The shit does not translate to an actual game. It is a gimmick personal training seven on seven type of fucking slapdick who's being carried 
by multiple NFL quarterbacks with big names such as Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm. This cat has become Deshaun Watson's internet, online, social media savior. So if anyone comes after Deshaun Watson, Quincy Avery, who I have blocked, Quincy Avery comes out and defends him. So Brady Quinn did a show and basically is saying the same things that we've said on this show with Dr. Jesse Morris and other people. What is going on with Deshaun Watson? Why was he cleared? How bad is his doctors? Can his doctors really be that bad? Can his doctors really be that bad? And now this guy doesn't like the truth being told or even a job of the media, which is Brady Quinn now, saying his opinion. So this cat gets pissed, comes after him, and is like, Brady, I'm going to be real. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And sit behind a microphone gossiping like a little high school chick. Mm. So Brady's big deal was the same thing. Me, myself, Matt, Steve, you, Dr. Jesse Morris is like, does the cat really want to play um, anymore? So he did that. We got a video, Bailey, or not? Um, he did Look, that. Oh, yeah, go oh, ahead yes. and play it, Bailey. You get a killer, he gets a trust fund, right? $230 million. Then he's like, hey, you want to go out and get a job? He's like, not really. No. 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 I've got $230 million coming. I, I'm good. That's what it kind of feels like. Like, it's it's human nature, by the way, too, for if someone won, if you won the lotto and you end up netting $230 because we always talk about the Powerball and all that, like, you'd probably be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm probably not. I'm, I'm probably not going to do this anymore, right? So you're saying I don't have to really play anymore? Like yeah. that's what we're saying, Deshaun. I I've been saying that on this show for how long? Two, three. I've been saying it for about three years, Big Smitty. Not before you were on the show. I would say it's human nature. If you get a big bag of money before you actually have accomplished any work. It's human nature for our bodies in the NFL to look like they do. I, I I personally think they're the worst looking bodies I've ever seen. Number two, I correlate that, and that's my opinion. You don't have to agree. My my I correlate that with the, the most injuries we've ever seen. I believe that's one hand in hand. So that being said, it's because we have the money that we've already been paid, and now guess what? We're in Bali. We're chilling. I'm not saying cats ain't working hard. I know Patrick Queen out there buzzing his ass. He might go fishing, but that motherfucker grinding the rest of like. I'm not saying be a robot and fucking don't do nothing. I'm saying act like you've never been paid and work towards getting paid. That's not it right. no more. It's hard but to stay motivated when you got 230 m's in your account. It's just it hard. Plus, Even all the shit that's over his head, Big Smitty, the stress. Of right. all the outlying things that are going on, regardless, they're all assumptions, presumptions. Uh, uh, you know, you know, we're all assuming, assuming shit. Yeah. I, it is what it is. But guess what? I know this. I got, I got accused of eight felonies, dog. I wasn't taking no plea deal. Mm. I wasn't saying, okay, uh, I'll pay you off to quote, shut up. If you didn't do it, you fight for your name because that's all I got. All I got is my name, Xfinity. I don't got no fucking. Big money like that or fucking yeah. uh, some clout that I could go to to die with. I got my name. When I die, I wasn't about to have eight felonies over my name because some fuckstick lied and got in my emails. No, right. motherfucker. You're mad at me that I fucking left your shithole city. No offense, Blake Borvitz. But I got fucked by a bunch of fucking clowns who didn't like me. 
Number one, for bringing in some players, winning, turning it around. And then guess what? Netflix comes in. A lot of folks there, blue hairs, didn't like Netflix in their town. Mm, they didn't yeah. like that shit. They didn't like I cussed at six in the morning on the field around the neighborhood. They didn't like that I was holding kids accountable. And I used to motherfuck them in the public square. And people were like, well, he yells at all these kids. And then all the real ones were like, fuck, still text me today, Big Smitty. All the main boosters. Fuck, we need you back. Okay, I guess Indy's two and five or something. Mm. But that's what I'm saying. My point is, dog, <laughs> motherfucker has a lot of stress over himself right now. A lot of stress. So I'm just saying, I've been telling y'all, we don't know what's out there. Right. And if the shit out there over the cat and he has stress, how are you going to play the most? The hardest position in football or in sport? In sport. The hardest position in sport. How are you going to play it and be good at it? Like, how are you going to, I guess, earn the money you've been paid? Right. It's tough to do. It's tough to know. do. You know? So, and, now, and now he's got a shoulder injury, supposedly, or whatever. And we don't know how serious that, that is. So it, it, it's, a, it's a whole thing now. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, Deshaun. We got Jesse Morris's uh, stuff, Bailey. So Jesse Morris has been on this thing. He basically said. Here's what a subcapularis muscle looks like on ultrasound. In my experience, ultrasound is much more sensitive and specific for rotator cuff injuries. While the MRI may not have shown a new injury, but an ultrasound may have, I personally don't think Deshaun Watson should return for a couple weeks until he can throw without compensating and returning too quickly risk further injury. So the next thing, I think, I think he... There is what Dr. Mm. Jesse Morris put out there. So there's the tendon. You see the inflammation. You see the injury to the left, the tendon on the right. You see the four arrows pointing down and up. That's the bone. The white portion is the bone. And you see the tendon right in there. And I don't know if, if Jesse's point, too. If it's really what it is, then stay out. Stay out. But Deshaun Watson, if you haven't noticed, has been his own doctor and reporting his own injuries. Mm. How is that possible, dog? You're a $230 million QB that the whole franchise is dependent on, and you're telling everybody yay or nay if I play or not? And I'm okay or not? If I'm okay or not? So... I'm trying to figure this out. Adam Shafter said, Adam Shafter said, this type of injury in baseball normally causes pitchers to miss four to six weeks. Watson continues to work and regain strength. Now, this is the report on right. what apparently has happened to him. Right. So Shafter's saying what the doctor said the injury to be. But then Deshaun comes out and says, no, I'm good. I can play, A. Or B, it's not what they say. He said both. So which one is it? I'm trying to figure out why the what and, and it's only making him look worse. I mean, I mean honestly. He, he came out and tried to play last week and then he got he got that hit against my Colts and then he ended up going out. Now, like you said, you've been saying it looked like just because he kept his pads on that he might have took himself out the game. I for me, whether he did or not, whether he did it or the doctors did it, you as the player only knows how you feel. I don't I'm assuming they did some more. I don't know if they did another ultrasound. They looked, looked into it more after the game. I would assume so. 
they did, and that's when these reports are coming out. So I don't know if that's coming from the doctor, from Deshaun's camp, combination of both. I don't know, but some hey, show, 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 show Brady Brady Quinn's response to Quincy Avery in this whole Deshaun Watson thing. So basically he said, come talk anytime you want in person, open invitation. Quincy said, I just seen you Saturday. I don't have anything I want to talk to you about because you're a bitch, homie. Let's be, I'm going to be real with you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm telling you, you're talking about things you don't know. Then why are you telling me? You just had the opportunity to talk to me in person. See, that's the thing. That's what I, that's what cats don't really read. They don't really read through people's texts. See, my text is going to be real cut and dry. If it's right. going to be like this, you're not going to get a text on a DM on a tweet from me. I'm just going to see you. You're going to see me tomorrow. Right. He said, well, I didn't see you. Point being, <laughs> point being is I didn't see you. How about we get, we massage this conversation and get it to a happy ending. Does that sound satisfactory? By the way, <laughs> I don't know if you have backstory on this, oh, but man. I do. I do. Quincy Avery's on every single woman's report with Deshaun Watson, if you don't know. <laughs> oh, I did not I did not know that. I did not Bailey, know that. Can you research it? Bailey, can you find anything on uh, social media and, and pull that up? You can Google it. I'm, 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 probably Google it. Just Google Deshaun Watson, Quincy Avery being accused by the same women. Just Google that. Yeah, it's fact, Big Smitty. I don't say shit out here. That, that, oh, yeah, yeah. So... Quincy Avery. They just never bring his name up because he's not the star. Quincy Avery has an invested reason to defend this motherfucker, don't he? He's defending himself. Like, (laughs) if you and I was doing some dirt together, don't you think we'd be fucking uh, defending each other on social media? I'm trying to figure it out. Like, how are you, his personal quarterback trainer, who never played quarterback, (laughs) number one, also involved with the women accusing Deshaun Watson. Now that to me is a fucking ding 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 ding. I would be laying low if I was him. Honestly, I wouldn't even be responding to motherfuckers online, let them talk. I wouldn't even put no extra attention because people are kind of not really even talking about this no more. You Wait, know, so nobody in the chat knew that? Nobody in the chat knows this? No. Am I breaking news to a lot of y'all? Am I breaking news to a lot of y'all? If Cameron and Mace shares this shit today. Then fuck, we're gonna we're gonna go see Cameron and Mace, homie. Uh. <laughs> He's still hey. West Coast. So, did anybody in here know that? I'm sure some of you had to know this, right? Some I didn't know. know. Drop drop the drop your answer in the chat. Does anyone in here knew? Did any of you know this before I just said it? Please drop yes or no. I just curious. Um, you know, motherfucker, like uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's the shit bird that said I'm a cap or whatever? Um, uh, he's, ah, shoot. Let me see. What's his name? I gotta find it again. Oh, nobody knew. Nobody knew. Um, what's the guy's name? Um, he'll he'll Google this. He's the type of motherfucker. He'll Google it. Big Freddie Mac. Freddie Mac. Freddie Mac. Freddie Mac will Google it and then he'll type in. Yes, I knew. <laughs> I, uh, that's the type of motherfucker that he is. Um, everybody's saying nope, 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 nope. That's what I'm saying. I I never I never once heard his name, and it could just be because. He's not the big name. Like nobody cares about him. You know, everyone's want wants to hear about Deshaun because he's the superstar quarterback. So that could very well be the, be the thing. So now nah, it's my first time hearing that. I'm not gonna lie. So, but yeah, if I'm him, I'm laying low anyway. Just like why? Don't bring no attention on yourself 
or Deshaun. Like Deshaun, if Deshaun's a grown ass man, if he can defend his own ballot. If he wants to respond to something that Brady Quinn or you or I or whoever says, he's a grown man. And if he doesn't respond and do it, then sit back and chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, if I'm Deshaun, I'm telling, hey, bro, I appreciate the the intentions for trying to defend me. I, I hear you, but bro, this chill because all you're doing is bringing negative attention to us even more so because now this clip this this tweet has gone viral and everyone's seeing it or laughing and it's it just bringing back the memory of what happened or the accusations of what happened you know what i'm saying so like when you when you in the mix when you've done something wrong even hey if you quote unquote said you didn't do it whatever anytime your name is mixed up in certain it's some it's some crazy stuff you don't need to really be out in the public eye as much. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to be putting no extra attention and eyes on you, in my opinion. And that's what he's doing. And I'm, I always, again, never met this brother Quincy. I, I couldn't, I don't even know what he even looks like. If he walked past me right now, I wouldn't know it was him. But the last couple of years, it's been multiple times and people, I remember, you know, on our older show, Mark, him and Marcellus got into it pretty bad online. Uh, obviously, you hung up on him before. Now it's Brady Quinn. I feel like it's been some other stuff as well. Like it just it's like every time somebody says any sort of criticism of Deshaun, he has to like cape up for him. It's like, bro, this is sports media. This is what this is what people do. I'm sorry, this is what it is. When you play bad, you're gonna get criticized. You play good, you're gonna get praised. When you do something off the field that's stupid and crazy, you're gonna get talked about. That's what it is. That's what you signed up to do. And Deshaun knows that, which is why he pretty much never ever claps back on social media and says anything. So why do you feel like you have to defend this grown ass man? That's wrong. Yeah, I, I don't know, dog. It's it's uh it's pretty interesting to say the least. I'm just trying to um here it is right here. Let me let me send this uh I'm gonna read you something and then I'm gonna I'm gonna send this and see if uh if Bailey can cut it. Um but here's a report that came out on March 19th, 21, okay? Right. I'm going to read you something. It says, this is very interesting. You got to read what it, you got to listen to what I'm telling you now. Um, so, in Friday's news conference, Busby said, one of the women said Watson was referred to her by a Texans athletic trainer, while another woman or two said Watson was referred to her by Quincy Avery. Watson's personal quarterback coach and athletic trainer. So wait up. Quincy Avery's referring women to you. So Quincy Avery was later named in the sexual assault documents in court. We'd have to find the court docs, but I've actually seen them. And I'm wondering if all the women who filed lawsuits against Watson to this point have done so anonymously. Many of them allegedly Alleged they were intimidated by his physical stature and his status as a NFL quarterback. And then there's some more. There's another article out here that says they were intimidated by Quincy Avery, Deshaun Watson's handler. Now, are you a handler or a quarterback coach? I'm trying to figure this out. Like, and you're on court docs, and there are there are three sides to every story. We know this. Right. Um but I'm gonna tell you right now, if this has become a huge story, which it did, it, it, it this guy lost what a year and a half of football. His name's been drugged through the mud. You, 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 and I would never, regardless if he was one thousand percent innocent, right? You right. and I would never let our kid around him. 
Right. You you, you just want to feel comfortable. It's yeah. fucked up because we don't know the truth. But guess what? That's perception's reality. Right. So <clears throat> I I'm just telling you, it's funny that this cat's defending him when we're he's directly involved in this thing too. So um. Right here, right there on the top, talks about Avery, Quincy Avery. Went, yep. Watson's personal quarterback coach and athletic trainer um, was referring women to him, referring him to women. Um, there's also court docs out there. We'll try to find those, uh, Bailey. I'll try to find them too, get them to you. Um, he's uh, he's uh, definitely not as clean as everybody out there thinks. So that's why he's defending them. Come on, man. It's not, it's not hard to figure out. <laughs> Let me ask you this real quick. It's somewhat of a side note, but not fully. Uh, you mentioned that Chrissy Avery never played the quarterback position, but he's a quarterback coach. Do you find that as a direct issue? If if a, if a guy has not played the said position to still coach the position, or can you still be great at coaching a position without playing it in your eyes and in your opinion? Um, no, it's a it's a problem. And let me ask you this then too, separately then. So, I mean, to add on that. Why do you think NFL players are going to him if he's teaching them bullshit, though? Because these NFL players have been coached by real coaches throughout their career, so you should be able to decipher bullshit from reality. I know me as a former D-lineman, if a D-line <laughs> specialist is teaching me bullshit, I would smell it. I would know it. Like This don't make sense. So how can these quarterbacks who are grown-ass men not know it? Like, what, it has to be if, something what there. If, what if they do know it? What if they do know it? But in this situation, there's a reason why he's doing it. Look who, why the guy's defending them. Why look at the accusations? Look at all the shit. Maybe that's just his homie that does dirt with him. I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? How do you know he's really getting coached up by the dude at all? Like, just because he takes tell him to drop back and puts it on camera so we can put it on IG, but really, this is what we do. We're crimeys together. Not and not necessarily that in that way, but like you mean, yeah. Boys, we do what we do. This we're, we're however they became boys, I have no fucking idea. But all I do know is, Big Smitty, let's just be real, dog. Yeah. So, uh, the tight end's going to come over and fucking coach the Q and tell him how to fucking take a three-step drop and tell him exactly what to look for. If there's an O-lineman going to do that, there's a D-lineman going to do that, there's a DB. No, but the thing is, though, Cole, we talked about this before. There are coaches, now like older coaches, who maybe didn't even play the sport or play at a very low level or play, you know, uh, uh, linebacker or whatever now that the heck like you know what I'm saying? the situations where even you jb like you you are a quarterback but you told me like you told me in this show like you could go over here and and, and call defense like you, you you could do certain things you could do other things that you didn't necessarily quote unquote play coordinate yeah I coordinate i can coordinate any side of the ball i can coordinate and i could coach any position including kicker right including long snapper i right. could coach him i didn't say i could fucking perfect him Mm. I could coach him. I could go out here and fucking coach you on his fundamentals and what to, you know, boom, 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 boom. I can go coach you on some things on how to mm. wrong arm and how to fucking, you know, take on a double and well, I'm teach pull and tug. I'm, I, I could teach some D line shit. I, I'm not gonna perfect you. I could perfect Ooh. the quarterback. So there's different. Oh, I'm, this is a good conversation. So there's a difference between being a just a coach, typical coach. And being say I'm a quarterback specialist. Let me 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 break it down even finite more than this. If I coach Smitty as a yeah. D line, and there's four of him out there, 
just so we're clear. There's four D linemen out there at one point. There's a four down front, yep. and Smitty's one of them. And I'm coaching him as a coach, and I'm 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 a former quarterback, coaching D line. You'll never fucking know it because Smitty may be a great athlete, beats the three technique, gets upfield, dominates. The other three people helped him get to the quarterback, and Coach JB is his coach. I coach quarterback. I played quarterback my whole life. I'm now coaching D line, and nobody knows it. Nobody gives a fuck. If a D lineman goes over and coaches JB and JB looks fucking horrendous by himself in the pocket, all eyes on him by himself. Who's his coach? Mm. Big Smitty. What did he do? Play D lineman. Really? You got a D lineman coaching fucking QBs? That is why this position is not like any other. It cannot yeah. be treated as such. It cannot be handed down to any old fucking body. You can't have any old fucking Joe coach the Q. He will never, ever, ever know the finite detail intricacies of the position. I don't give a fuck what anybody tells you. This Quincy Avery character who never fucking played the position, who played wide out and thinks because he catches the ball from the guy he's trying to coach now, gives him the right to coach the guy throwing it, is absolutely fucking asinine it is absolutely an asinine situation and i'm telling you right now i know a lot of dirt on quincy i know a lot more deeper things in this quincy everything and everything he's ever touched has turned to shit Mm. everything i'm just gonna keep it real everything so there's a lot to it dog a lot of people he's affected has either shit i could even say died Mm -hmm. let me be real with you there's people that he's been around that's died there's been people around that he's coached up that's been careers have been ended for some other known reason. So I'm just telling you, yeah, Google Google who Quincy Avery's also been associated with, though. Huh. Um Dwayne Haskins. Uh you heard of him? Man, it's a lot. It's a lot to unpack right there, man. It's a lot to unpack, man. So yeah, I'm just hey. telling you, you got to be finite with the quarterback. I'm just gonna be real because there's no yeah. other. You can't just sit here and drop back and tell him, oh, "Hit the three step, flat defenders sitting there, no fuck, flat defenders there soon." You got to throw the curl behind his head. <laughs> Chris Morgan had a real quick question before we transition. A question for both of y'all: Hypothetically, if each one of you coached Deshaun to a Super Bowl win, would it feel tainted due to his off the field history? I'll answer first. And y'all might not like it, but I, I'm gonna say no because in football, man, in in, in NFL specifically, there's so many uh, players who have done so much shit off the field, uh, and they get chance after chance after chance to come back. Why? Because of their talent. At the end of the day, these coaches they want and need talent on their team to win. I mean, think think about Antonio Brown. How many chances he just kept getting and kept getting and kept getting. He ended up winning the Super Bowl and played a huge role for that Buccaneers team to win a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So that's just one example. But you, you, I mean, you, you've had so many other examples of, of domestic abuse and all types of just wild stuff where players will just get another chance because of how talented they are. And if you win, winning cures all. You know what I'm saying? Now you might not like the person off the field, but as a coach, I just want a Super Bowl, and my Super Bowl win is bigger than this one player. I'm not gonna let this one player taint the rest of these guys out here who sacrifice everything to go out here and become great. So my question, Chris Morgan, no, it would not tempt it at all because it's winning a Super Bowl is historical and it's very, very, very hard to do. 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't coach like that. So that's just my. I wouldn't fuck with him. I just wouldn't fuck with him. Now, but if I'm, you if you was already coaching the NFL team and like motherfucker got traded to, you wouldn't just step down. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't just step down. Now you wouldn't necessarily volunteer and say, "Hey, bring him in." But if you was if you was no, the Browns coach and they came, I'm talking about if I'm the head coach, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. No, I'm not taking him. If I, if you want me as your head coach, I'm not fucking with him. Because here's the thing, I cannot coach you fairly. Cannot coach you fairly, and I'm trying to be fair on this whole thing. I cannot coach you fairly, right, with a daughter, and knowing that something's out there. Like I don't know what's out there. You could be the most innocent dude and getting a bad rap, homie. Trust me, I've been accused. I know it happens. It happens, but. I couldn't coach you, and to be fair, I'd have to. I I have to say, nah, we, we gotta go with another guy. If I'm the head coach, if I'm your head coach, so if I'm your head coach, I'm telling the GM, this is it. I don't want him because it's not fair to those other guys in the locker room either. Big Smitty, I wouldn't even want to put him around you. Not even, it, and I don't even know the dude. Like, dog, I just I can't fuck with it. Like. And it was it's probably, tough though too, Jeff, because you 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 and I both know, and you mentioned it. Like sometimes you get accused and you didn't do. And I'm not defending. I'm not saying he did. I'm, that's not for me to decide. I wasn't in the room. That's not for me to decide. But you, but you also have coached players who've been accused of certain stuff and they didn't do it. And they and you and you know what I mean. And you ride with them because you believed in them and they played and then it worked out. You know what I'm saying? So like, I I I I don't know. It's tough for me to say. Yeah, I here's wouldn't. the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. I'm not saying it's just because he's a quarterback, but I am. <laughs> Got you. Like quarterbacks, a different position. You're right. It's different. It's not only a different position, dog. It is like it's 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 a whole accountability to it. And I just don't know if I'm gonna sit here and be able to. It would be, be hard to- for the other teammates to really take this guy seriously as my leader. You know what I'm saying? Like, to motivate me. Let's go, y'all. It's all about us. Let's stay locked no, in. The football, <laughs> the football locker room should be a locker, a place where, like, the Max Crosby's of the world can walk into Raiders locker room and bring his little kid. Yeah. His newborn and his baby and bring him in the locker room. And, and as they grow, like Tom Brady, Drew Brees' kids run around the locker room, get to know the players. And, Christian and, McCaffrey yeah. grew up in the Broncos locker room. So, yeah, it's a tightly knitted fraternity. It's a fine night. Now, that we could have guys that are fuck sticks and shit birds and slap dicks, right? We could do things off the field, and but if it never comes to light, we'll never know. Let's be real. We never know. We could have an Antonio Brown out here who's weird as fuck, who was in the locker room, was great. And the kids never had an issue. I never saw any issues in the locker room. We're good. Blah, blah, blah. It's a tightly knitted fraternity. You can't disrupt that with your leader and fucking number one paid, highest paid guy of all time, your leader, face of the franchise as this guy. I just, regardless, dog, sometimes you get a bad rap. Life's not fair. It is what it is. I get it. But I just, I tell you personally, I couldn't take it on because of the whole bigger picture. Not and, and to be honest, I, like I just don't know. And the fact that he said "fuck it," just let's pay him off, shut him up, even rubbed me more. Like uh, hell no, nah. like I'm fighting for my name because that's all I got. Big, I can't take my fucking luggage, my furniture, my crib, my dog. I can't take any of that shit into a fucking U-Haul and go to heaven or hell. I'd be real, yeah. but I take my fucking name 
And you can bury me face down, ass up. Y'all can kiss it. But guess what? It has some integrity to the motherfucker. It has some truth to it. And it was real. And I'm not going to sit here and, and you ain't going to have no word. You're not going to sit there and look down on my grave and say, motherfucker was felon. He had a fucking charges. He had fuck. He never fucking, he, he, he didn't do this. Like, man, JB was an honorable motherfucker, at least. I'll give him that. I didn't agree with what he said, but that motherfucker so fucking. Pour down 40. Oh, you're 40. I'm like, double fit. Huh? <laughs> oh, I'm just now, saying. I respect that. I respect uh, that, man. Let's move on a little bit, though, man. The NBA did start yesterday, oh, JB. Hold up. NBA? NBA started yesterday, oh, JB. Okay. okay. Old lady fell down. She's bullshitting. You faking that shit, too, lady. Even the old lady's looking for clicks and likes and fucking retweets. You crazy. You shit me. You faked that shit the whole time and slowed the whole goddamn game down. Fucking grandma. That's why people think me. you crazy, JB. Clips like that, why the world thinks you crazy and why people see me at USC games and say, Oh, I know you from Coach JB show. And hey, JB crazy, but I love him, man. He crazy, though. I'm like, yeah, he a little crazy, but that's yeah, my I guy. I told you that. They told JB, I was at the SC game. Shout out to Chris. And you know, I ran I ran into Chris. At the SC game, two fans so happened to be right behind me. Uh, they were there the whole time, but they, they didn't want to say nothing to me. So half time I went, Pete came back. The guy tapped me. He was like, hey, man. First of all, he was like, we know you from Speak for Yourself. He's, he's being there with Marcellus, man. We, we love him. He said, now he said, he said now, now you do the podcast with uh, JB, right? He said, I watch it every morning, man. JB's crazy, man, ain't he? I said, yeah, he's crazy, but that's my guy. That's my homie. Appreciate the support. It was an older black dude with his son who's probably like my age. I think the older black guy was probably like late 40s. And there was an older white, a white guy right in front of him as well. Super cool the whole game. SC fans. But they were like, literally, like, we watch you. Uh, I wish I would have got their names. I can't remember. But they said they watched this show. You used to watch me on Speak for Yourself. And they, everybody know you crazy, JB. But it's love, though. It's, it's hey. Good crazy. So, so the gist of this story, though. I like clear. to fucking yep. retweet. This lady fell down in front of the stand. In front of her. She was in the first row of the game last night. I was actually watching. I was actually watching the. The. Uh, the game. Sun game. I had some invested interest in it. And I was watching it and I'm like, fuck. I had fucking Wiggins at fucking captain, homie. I should have known better. Anyone that fucking quits, I should have known better. I socked myself in my own face last night because I know better than to pick a fucking quitter. Um you call him a quitter? Yeah, Wiggins is fucking soft. I'll never pick him again as a captain. But I had to to fit him in my fifty thousand dollar fucking you know i try to go cheap as a captain so i could get kd i could get curry in there i could get booker in there and so that is why this happened then this happened warriors were down big smitty big mm -hmm. and this lady fakes a fucking heart attack and then steve kirk comes off the bench and goes over chops it up with kd we don't know what happened what was said maybe he slipped kd a mickey or something because kd missed the next six shots and the, and the and the gold state warriors came back and took the lead down 15 smitty she walked off kd fucked me and listen to the end of this you shit me you faked that shit the whole time and slowed the whole goddamn game down Fucking grandma, you fucked me. 20 minute delay, 
and you wave like you fucking played football and got hurt and showed the goddamn crowd you're okay? You shit me? Fuck. Fucking lady. It just kept going, y'all. <laughs> hey, because it fucked me. Hey, dog, the... the is everybody influenced by social media now? You conspiracy theorist, JB. You are. You don't want to claim it. You don't want to own it. You are a conspiracy. You say, me this old lady was a. She was an industry plant. Go to State Wars and Steve Kerr planted her and said, at any given moment that our team is down and out, we need you to fall on a fucking court and cause a commotion to get us back in the group. What if them falling on the court actually helped out the Suns and the Suns? Got a second breath. A second, like, it how do we know we're going to work in their favor? Suns were up 15. So Golden State came back and took the lead. I know. Bro, I was watching the game. I'm saying, like, that ain't even, like, a guaranteed lock that if she if they did plan her fall, that it would guarantee help the Warriors. Now it did, but how can you guarantee that? And they still took an L. So she didn't help that much. And it got them back in the game. <laughs> got them back in the game. Get her motherfucking ass out of there, man. Guess what, Big Smitty? Let's keep it 100. If she was in the fourth row, would anybody fucking give a shit? Would anybody stop the game? Probably fourth row, but... Hell nah. If he's 20th and higher, nah. Fucking blue hair. Get her blue hair ass up out of there. I love old people, though. I love old people. I'm respectful. I'm going to myself. But, uh... The sun, hey, the overall, the sun's got clean, clean some stuff up, but they, they look pretty good. Like, I, see, I see the talent, and Bradley Bill didn't even play, man. I love it, man. The way Book ended the game, three big time assists, not scoring, playing the actually playing the point. Everybody said the Suns didn't have a point guard, they got three shooters. How are they gonna make this thing work? Devin Booger can play point guard, he can play two, he can do he can he can do whatever you need from the, the ball, uh, the point, the guard position, I would say, right? And um, Nurkic, some of those other other. Cats they added, uh, Eric Gordon, that town legend from North Central High School. These cats they added as role players, knocking down threes, pick and roll. When they bring Bill back in, the Suns are going to be a very dangerous team, man. Hey, and, you know what? I'm um, curious. Yeah, I'm curious if the old lady. <laughs> He's telling the old lady. I'm worried. I'm curious. Did that affect the spread for Vegas? Did they cover? Did they cover after that happened? Because it was down 15 fucking points. Old lady fakes a death. Gets up, they wheel her out, and then all of a sudden, the fucking spread changes. Is that what happened? No, you might be on. Like now, you might be on to something. I wasn't rock with you at first. Now you kind of you doing something now. You might be on NBA. Pick an NBA. Our Lakers lost. We'll take Dang. some calls at the end of the show. We'll take some calls at the end of the show. Um. They kept fighting, JB. Like every time they went on a run to cut it down like six, seven points, I don't know where Jamal Murray three or and one foul. They were just anytime we got we cut it close, the Nuggets would come back. And that's what a championship team does. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? We got, we got Jeff Nadeau at eight, but we got a, we got 30 minutes, but we got Jeff Nadeau at eight. We gotta get through some things. I got a question for you. I can save it for later in the week, but I got a question. Let's do it. I'm I'm down for whatever. I mean, you got someone in your mind, I'm here. I mean, I got Got a lot of uh just talk new, then, JB. I got, of, I got a lot of new NFL film put in my system last night. No, you didn't. Lamar Jackson film. Don't don't do it, JB. Don't do I don't it. Know. I don't know. Don't do it, JB. I'm saying don't. Ooh, I mean, ooh, 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 ooh. If you want to go there, that? let me know. We can do this. <laughs> what does that look like? <laughs> 
It look like it look like it look like the, the MVP this season. It look like the, the two-time MVP on the field. It look like oh, I can't wait. I can break it down. We can walk through the whole offense. Yeah. We can walk through, we can run through it, we can jog through it. Time out before we get back to NBA. I will never vote, pick, or choose to pick a guy who I am totally against his whole Demeanor. mantra. That's Andrew Wiggins for what he did last year. I he has no- some shit going on, JB. Stop. I don't, I don't want to hear that shit. I got shit going on too. Guess what? I didn't miss the show. <laughs> Everybody, not you, JB. That don't mean you soft. I don't it's, care. I don't care. You act like Guess the standard what? is JB or soft. Like ain't JB, nothing. No, 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 no. It ain't JB or soft. It's integrity, doing what I said I would do, honoring what I said I would do. That's a lot different than just. Eh, not do it. Huh. Like, I got a little mental illness. I'm going to mental illness. I didn't know you can just wake up and, ah, fuck, I'm mentally ill today. Can't show up. I hear you, but I heard a lot of rumors of some shit going on. I don't know what was true or what, or what wasn't, but. Exactly. Rumors. Right. So we yeah. never really know. So, but before we comment on it, we should sit back because we don't know what the fuck was going on. He came back, finished season out strong, and without Wiggins, they wouldn't have one of their championship rings because the motherfucker balled hey, out. It's funny we never found out what happened to Wiggins. Because they, they, I love that. I love I, that. Keep shit in right. Really? That's how I was raised. I don't like putting my shit out there. Oh, you? So guess what? what? I would never. I would never go to a Golden State Warriors game again. Because they didn't tell you all they fucking business. I ain't paying not narrow. That's uh, like that's like TJ Two Nasty or Mark or Marcus Russo saying I ain't watch JB show no more because Smitty missed the show and he had something going on and and y'all yeah. didn't air y'all didn't air him out on on TV and tell and him I, everything that went on so I, I'm not watching no more. People are people aren't made the same. I get it. My dad died April 18, two thousand five. Guess where I was at April 18, two thousand five. After he died in my arms, I was at practice at East LA Junior College calling the JB, I respect the hell out you for that, but you didn't hey, have to I'm do that saying, though, JB. I'm a badass. I'm not saying I'm a badass. I'm not saying it. I'm, Listen, I'm, I'm saying if you decide not to coach that day, nobody would have said shit to you is all I'm saying. So, like, either way, like, you're not. You know who would have you know said Ooh. something? My dad. Ooh. My dad. Okay. See, I that's the that. problem. Yeah. See, that's the problem. We don't have anyone holding us to the fire anymore. No one holding motherfuckers accountable. I'm just like, where is the self? Where is the self-integrity, like, inside? Like, where's the inside of uh, like saying, you know what, the fuck, homie? I there's just no way. I don't want my son or daughter to see that shit. I ain't missing that shit. I'm I'm showing up because my dad would have fucking told me you're a bitch if you don't. The world don't stop, Big Smitty. The world does not fucking stop because my dad died. Sorry, it ain't gonna stop if I die tomorrow either, and it ain't gonna stop that if Wiggins' dad did get sick or die if he died. JB, it you is, die today, all, JB. Right. I'm not doing the show tomorrow. I'm gonna be real with you. Just call me soft, call me emotional, call me new generation. If something happens, God forbid, something happens to JB today, I'm not doing the show prior to the rest of this week. I, I don't know if I'm gonna continue to do the show, period. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm definitely ain't doing it tomorrow. Yeah, I gotta, I'm probably gonna doing be, the rest I of the week. Live long enough time to get you to have that mindset now. But in a year from now, and I do pass away and I'm I'm gone, and you're like a year from now. You're like, you're like, you're like, fuck, homie. No way I could do what I said and not, not start the show back up, not be on the show tomorrow. Because JV said, 
JB was like, why the fuck would you not? Why would you not be on the show tomorrow? Because I'm not here. That makes I'm no fuck sense. Up mentally. I'm not in a good space to be on here and entertain. I can't be on here laughing and joking. I'm going to be crying for three hours, JB. You, you don't have to be in a good space to be on the show. I didn't have to be in a good space to coach those kids. You know why the fuck I coached them? Because I told them I would. Did you coach them good, though? Yeah, I coach them good. You know why? Because it's a fucking flip of the switch. You got to be able to change them. You got to be able to quiet the mechanism. That's something I learned a long time ago. Quiet the mechanism. Now, I don't do that good anymore because I like to fucking let these soft slapdicks on Twitter know the fucking truth. So I don't I don't quiet the mechanism anymore. But I, w- I could quiet the mechanism. And then guess what? I, I probably was in that practice afterwards for a long time. I was probably gone out of there, and I did my own thing. Latrell Flowers, Latrell Flowers was at uh, was at weights, um, and I think Latrell, do you remember the story that I told that day? Because I think I told you that story. I had talks with my kids. I I didn't say be the fuck here today, Latrell. I said here's a story I had, and in ten years from now, nobody's gonna give a fuck that you miss practice. Because your daddy died that day. Like, guess what they'll remember? JB fucking coached me up that day. He actually taught me how to run a slant against press. And I did not know his dad died that day. He was at practice. That motherfucker coached me up hard as fuck that day. And then guess what? I go do my thing by myself, dog. I went home, fucking probably drank something, cried. Fucking 2005, I was 29 years old. I was your age. So I was like, I told those kids. I recruited those kids. I, I think about it. I recruited those kids. I'm not going to just not show up because my dad died. And plus, my dad was not that way. He was that guy. He was like, no, oh, fuck that. You better show up. You're going to fucking show up. So I, I don't know. I, mean, it's I, haven't lost, I haven't lost a parent yet, so I can't tell you how I'm going yeah. to be. But even me thinking about it makes me emotional and fucks me up. So I, I just like, be, let's be real. Yeah. Wiggins missed fucking two and a half months. He did, I hear you, but he also won the Marine too. Two and a half months. He won a Marine too. Hard to do. Don't he didn't win it last year. He won, he won a Marine, though. That's all I'm saying. Year before that. He didn't win a Marine. He, won, he, 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 he played an integral role. Yeah, and he was on the ring the year before that. He was the second best yeah, player yeah. on that team behind Steph. He was on a team. He was, on he was team. the second best player behind Steph on that team. Better than Clay in, in that year. Yeah, I think they won three without him, though. They won, they won, they won, they won, they won, they won three without him. They won three without him. Yeah, I know they did. <laughs> but they got they got that fourth because of him, and that fourth is different because of him. But he was after without Wiggins, they don't win that ring. That's a fact. I don't think that's true. That's not. It's a fact. It's not even a conversation. Like go back and look it up. That. He played that's integral that. roles and minutes in the playoffs. Step big time when other people there. People step up right. when other people aren't there. Somebody would have coached at Elac in 2005 if I didn't show up for practice, and they wouldn't have been the same. Motherfucker, they wouldn't have been the same because it's only one JB. Right. It's one but Jason Brown. And I know the head coach at that time would have gave the team a speech and said, Coach JB's dad died. We need to have a hell of a fucking practice today because of that. He ain't going to be here. And then that's what I would have did. But I showed up. And then I showed up to practice and the motherfucking place, woo, let's go. They didn't even know until after because Margay, my buddy, told him. So I left, boom, hit my stick in the car and hit the wind. I think I had a Ford. I had a Ford Expedition with beat in it. Um, but anyway. That was it's either here or there. No, no, like I said, I, I really on the series, I really do respect anybody who can do that. I again, when that time comes, I hope it's a long time for me. But when that time comes, we'll see what I'll do. I'm not saying I'm about to go miss, go missing. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying I mentally give people a pass 
in that scenario or certain scenarios if they do need to take a day or a couple days or a week or whatever because everybody i understand that everybody's not the same everyone's not built the same everyone hasn't had the same experiences everybody hasn't learned the same stuff sometimes it takes you to go through a photo situation like that for you to learn and kind of create that mindset that you have so the next time maybe you will just fight through it or work through it or whatever the case may be but if you ain't really been through certain things in your life and something like that hits you i can see how mentally you could be fucked up and not in the correct space to go do your job the right way to to coach the right way to play the right way to talk the right way whatever the case may be if you can do that kudos to you that's amazing for you but that's not we shouldn't diss the person who reacted differently in that same scenario because we're all different human beings that's all i'm saying I'm not I'm not dissing nobody. Here's the thing about it though. I think it's translated to what we do. Like it's translated, it translates to what we become. And that's just what I'm saying. Hear me out real quick. So my whole point, yeah, okay. I went. I'm not I'm everyone deals with shit differently. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Um my point is though, we have now if you look at everything, and there's a million things I could point out, but let's just stick to what's relevant. The Jim Harbaugh, still inside thing. Mm -hmm. Why are the young coaches and the young social media fucking gurus and all these young folks on plat big platforms and in the media so up in arms about this sign-stealing escapade? But the cats my age and older don't give a fuck. Why is that? And I asked you that because of why. I don't know if you've heard um, Deion Sanders. Mm, I have. Um, you spoke on it? Spoke on it. Um, and what he said was, let's see if we can find the video, but what he said was, I didn't know we were going to talk about this, but I had to bring it up. What yeah. he said was exactly what the fuck I said on this show Monday. You can steal all you want, dog. Can you translate it and convey it to your players to where they actually fucking understand it and are able to fucking execute it? No, you can't. Yeah. And furthermore, you still got to stop it, Big Smitty. Haven't I been saying this for fucking three months? You still got to stop me. Why do you think I was yelling out my plays on Last Chance You? I didn't give a fuck. People quote my plays all the time. Oh, because we love Illinois Razor. What is that inside zone with what? I'm a bubble attachment, razor to the right, lightning to the left. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, do you think I give a fuck if you knew it was Illinois Razor? Guess what? Stop my five NFL O linemen that are about to be drafted. Stop my Rakeem boy that played for the fucking, led the SEC in rushing. And stop my fucking receiver that plays for the Dolphins right now. And stop my fucking DN that plays for the Jets. I'm just saying. Is but it's different at JUCO though. It's different no, it at JUCO. It, it is. It's not. Well, the reason why I say I, I think it's different at JUCO, you were a superstar recruiter. So every JUCO team ain't built the same to where they got that same amount of talent as you. I'm saying when you got a when you got a Georgia and a Michigan team colliding where the talent is just about equal, things like that do can matter. You Here's know my when point. your play matters. Here's my point. This point I'm having and that I agree with Prime on is not only can you not only do you need to stop it, it's too much work. I have yeah. to do way too much work to teach it to a bunch of fucking players when I need to really teach my scheme, my <laughs> shit. 
Yeah, so I don't understand. What are your thoughts? I mean, everyone's trying to get an edge. I mean, everyone's trying to get whatever edge they can. Um, you could have someone's whole game plan. They could mail it to you. You still got to stop it. You still got to stop it. So in football, it's not as pronounced as baseball. If I know a curveball is coming, I'm, I'm, I got you. You know, with, with football, I don't give a darn. If you know a sweep is coming, you still got to stop it. Physically, you it's a physical game. You got to stop it. So that that's a little tough. I don't buy into a lot of that stuff that someone's stealing this, stealing that. I don't I don't buy into a lot of that stuff. You still got to play the game. I mean, that's my point. I don't buy it either. Yeah. And here's my next point. I respect Bailey, that. Can you, Bailey, can you bring up the Michigan sign stealing video? I'm talking about the whole. Yeah. So apparently, the guy that just was suspended, who's close at all these games. Pass, 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 pass. They're pointing the sky, saying it's, it's in the air. They're trying to let the team know it's a pass. You wait for a pass. So, so it's it's this guy. Let's just be clear. It's that guy right there, right there, yeah, right there, here. holding the whiteboard, holding the whiteboard in his hand is the guy they they suspended. Okay. Now, supposedly he bought tickets on both sides of the stadium, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Tell me what he's doing. He just looked at the signal. He saw the signal, and he said he knows it's a pass. So he has this pee on the sideline telling him to point in the air, let him know it's a pass. I'm assuming if it's a run, they're going to probably point down, let him know it's on the ground. Real simple. You don't know that. Now, the team, in all fairness, like you just said, they don't know what the exact pass play is going to be. They don't know what the route's going to be, if it's going to be a screen, if it's going to be a – you still got to go out there and stop it to Deion's point. But you do know it's a pass. How much does that help? I don't no know. It helps a little bit. I know, I know as a D lineman, it does help me a little bit knowing, like, oh, shit – just get off. Don't worry about reading. That's everybody does that. Everybody does what that coach does on the sideline. Every single fucking coach in America does exactly what that dude was doing on the sideline. Why are we so fucking crybaby-ish about it now? Mm. Try to figure it out. So you're telling me, Vic Smitty, that you haven't heard all your fucking life? Ball, ball, ball. Pass, pass, pass. Run, 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 run. You haven't heard that from your sideline? Yeah, you do that when the ball's in the air, though. It's like pass, ball, run, like timeout, dog. Not in the air. Uh, Thirty years. I'm saying you do that once you like the the ball snap, pass. Like it, it, you don't do that shit before. My whole life I've heard that. No, it's not. I'm telling you what it, I'm telling you from my experience. That's what it is. You always to the sideline. You you a hey, sideline communicate. Be loud. Talk. So as soon as you they snap the ball, pass. So you, never had doing ball. This? you never had coaches doing this on the sideline? For personnel, yep. Right? Personnel, yep. 10-10-10, right? Defensive yep. 30 years. It's been going on for 30 years, bro. Yeah. All right. You don't think they already scouted this and know what personnel is and what personnel formation this brings along with it? You don't think that came from self-scouting? So you don't think that we know already when we're coming out there and we're telling you – they're in 10, they're in 11, they're in 20, and we already know what they can do out of 11 and 10 and 20 with either A, a motion, B, a shift, C, a line adjustment, whatever it may be. If they zap or if they zack or if they zen or if they whack or if they hulu or if they zulu or if they win, 
whatever the motion is, guess what? We got a guy that's been fucking on top of that for a long time. And guess what? I had coaches on my side lane doing exactly what he was doing. And he was in there like, okay, that's the sign I know. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, it's a pass. It's a fucking night. It's a, it's a 50, 50 deal that it even is a pass. And guess what? Guess what? Big Smitty. Guess what? What? I know my signs were being stolen. So guess what? What? Let's just say this is Stephen A. Smith's face on there, and that was a play for the whole season, and we now know who Stephen A. Smith is. Guess what? I know you were still in it. Stephen A. Smith this week is a whole nother fucking play. Yeah, Guess what? Yeah. It's not that fucking hard, homie. I don't understand why we're so fucking on top of it all of a sudden when these dudes have been doing this shit for fucking ever. Yeah. Ever change your signs week to week. That is what we've been doing, Big Smitty, for fucking ever. Ask Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly's signs when he started Tempo at Oregon aren't the fucking same week to week. And they did that for a fucking reason. So you can act like you know you think you're stealing them. That is the fucking what we wanted to do. That's the fucking sport. That is what we've been doing for fucking 80 years. Why is it now so fucking serious? You know why? Because they don't like Jim Harbaugh. Because he's went into the good old boy network area, Big 12, Big 10, and all these Midwest country cities, and dominated their fucking team and recruited out-recruited them. And they don't like it. You've beat the blue blood Ohio State about to be three years in a fucking row. The thing is, though, why? Like, it ain't like they winning back to back natties. They ain't even won. They ain't even won a natty yet. Why? Not why? Nothing. Won nothing. That's what I'm saying. I don't get why. why hey, what's the I, issue? I'm telling you why. They don't like the human being. They don't like the individual. They did not like me. I got players watching right now. They didn't like me. They didn't want us to have the players. Hey, Latrell, can you tell them why fucking St. Anthony and Long Beach Unified? Fought tooth and nail not to allow players to transfer to Cabrillo, but allowed them to every other fucking school. Why do you think it's because of Cabrillo or because of JB? Come on, homie. Let's be real. They made a rule, Smitty, after my name in the fucking CIF handbook. They rules. They made Jason rules. A coach JB rule. You lying? No, I'm not lying, dog. Hold on. What was the rule? Inner district transfers. I had 30 a year coming. And then they said, no, nah, there's no way. And they made a rule. So if you transfer from, let's say, an inner district school to another one, you have to sit out or get out of the league. Do you know how many black kids were affected over five, over about seven years? Over about seven years. Got, by the way, they just lifted the rule. And it was on Twitter about a year and a half ago when I, I retweeted it. I said, oh, really? So we were going to sue the broad that there's this broad that was out to get us. But I'll just tell you, dog, there's a lot of deep shit to it. They didn't do it because of Cabrillo. They did it because of me. And guess what? If your kid wanted to play, if my kid wanted to play for you and I and I didn't and I didn't do enough to retain him or treat him the right way or whatever it was. Guess what, dog? I ain't fucking the kid over it. Right. Go ahead, homie. I didn't do my I didn't do my due diligence. I didn't do my job. Or you're soft and I don't want you. <laughs> Remember, go both ways. So yeah. it didn't affect yeah. me. It didn't affect me. It didn't affect my kids getting scholarships for them. It didn't affect the 101 kids that went D1 in four years, all-time record. It didn't affect the 11 from the show that's in the NFL. And like I, I, I don't give a, It doesn't affect the 28 that I've sent to the league. 
I don't give a fuck. It ain't about me. You're not hurting me, homie. You're hurting kids. You have to sleep with that at night. Not me, Smitty. You fucked over a bunch of kids that had an opportunity to go play. Instead, you fucked them. And you have to sleep with that at night. But on the flip side, y'all judge me as the devil. But I sleep like a baby every night because my kids know the real. How you you sleep, JB? Like a baby. You be knocked out? I sleep all over the fucking place. I sleep all over the fucking place, but. Now I feel you though. Not nah, to to I, I, overall, I'm with you though. I mean, this thing about the game of football itself. There's times where where we we know what's coming anyway because we just you, you know the game. You understand the the down and distance, the situation, the uh, the, the the easiest example is a quarterback sneak. Everybody in mama know a quarterback sneak is coming. Can you stop it? If it's a third and long, I know you're about to pass the ball, but can you stop it? Like you, like Dion said, like you said, as a physical sport. So like me as a D lineman, I might know. Damn, I'm about to get double team on this play. But I gotta, I gotta still beat the double team. You know what I'm saying? Like you can know this shit gonna happen. But these are grown ass men, best athletes in the world. Can you still stop that reach block? Can you still stop that that toss that's coming coming at you full speed? Like can you stop it? You know what I'm saying? So um, that is a the big difference with the football sport compared to something else because it's like at the end of the day, it's, it's man man on man. It's a physical sport, and you can know whatever you want to know. But if this guy out toughs you and beats you to the spot, there's nothing you can do about it. So, see, this people like this have no fucking clue what they're talking about. See, there's people like this that are you're a casual, Travis Johnson. You're a casual, homie. I'm gonna be real with you. You're a casual who has no clue what the fuck you're talking about. And you should stay out of grown folks' business if you don't know what you're talking about. That's how I was raised. And for you to say that Jim Harbaugh's done nothing is crazy to me. I'm the biggest one. Miss Smith, they argue all the time. Got to win a Super Bowl. Got to win a championship. Blah, blah, blah. He hasn't won a natty. Don't say he hasn't done anything. He took a USD, University of San Diego, Travis Johnson, to a fucking 11-0 season. By the way, it's an FCS program that's private that you have to have a 4.0 to get in that costs 100 racks, and he went 11-0 there. Start there. Okay. Then... Guess what? He went to Stanford. You know how bad Stanford was when he took the job? Do you know who he recruited there? Have you heard of a guy named Andrew Luck? Have you heard of a guy named uh, Christian McCaffrey? Have you heard of a guy named fucking Richard Sherman? I'm just trying to say, but guess what? He's done nothing for college football. No, don't don't go back now, motherfucker, and say no natty, homie. You said... He has done fucking nothing. Don't go back. Here's your original quit. Oh, we got receipts, motherfucker. Jim hasn't done shit, you said. See, the casuals don't have a fucking clue. And that's the problem with y'all motherfuckers. You don't know any research. You have no fucking clue on what you're talking about, but yet you come out and act as if you do. You don't. And I have secondhand embarrassment for you. And that's that. <laughs> I love it, man. So, real quick, I know we got Navy about to join us real quick. You want to take a quick piss? Come back. Do Nader with you? Because you got Lamar film. You got a lot going on right now. We got one hour left. I'm trying to see what all can we fit in. We could do a little bit of film with Jeff, and then do the. Or we can save for tomorrow. We can do a teaser today. The rest tomorrow. Do some betting. It's a lot of shit we can dive into, Jay. I got the whole. We can dive, we can dive in. Ready I got, for I got it. It. 
since we talked to NBA before we take a piss, though, I got to ask you about this. Uh, I, I, I thought we were going to say this for Jeff, man. This is uh... – Oh my God! Did you see we this? Are, we are going to say for Jeff, but I, I just got to show you this. Like, this is wild. Look at the hand placement, y'all. So, but does anybody know who this guy is next to him? No. Who is he? I'm hearing that's the guy that's you about- lying. No way. Uh we're gonna talk about that when we return, man. Y'all hit that like button. Subscribe, man. Become a member. Donate to the Gist Mini out the hood. I got a piss. Uh, I got a piss like a motherfucker. Hey, Travis, pound that like and uh, take that L. <laughs> What's going on with Justin on a few minutes, man. He's getting surgery on the thumb. So uh, I, I preface this with my Sunday night video with bang, it basically saying it may be easier to tell you who's healthy than who's injured, and, and, and it's crazy. It's we're in week six. Like six, like, I mean, finished. We just finished week six. So it's like, you know, like it's crazy. So I'm in the process of making a list of all the injured quarterbacks and it's like half the league already, um, which is crazy. But um, so based on Jay Glazer's tweet, he said that he dislocated his thumb, his throwing hand. That's a big deal, a real big deal. If you dislocate another finger, okay, fine. But the thumb is vital. Without the thumb, you're not really, this is what makes us human. Um, so the problem is, and I consulted my ortho surgeon for this, my, the hand surgeon, and he's, I'm like, what is the most common dislocation for the thumb? There's three joints, the top one, the, basically the middle one. And then the, the one down here, which is the CMC down here. That, that one right there has been dislocated about eight times. So in, in linemen and non QBs, it's usually, uh, it, it's usually up here or in the middle one. And for those guys, you can tape it up. You can do whatever you want, but you're not trying to throw the ball, right? right. So it, it, the, the, the procedure and the treatment is different. Reportedly, so if you were to say, what is the most likely one for him to have dislocated? It's going to be this MP joint, kind of the middle joint. Now, the problem is you can't throw a ball. If you, if you dislocate it, you have to tear a ligament in order to pop it out. It's, you can't, it's holding in by a ligament. So if you pop it out, then the ligament had to have torn in some capacity for it to pop out. Now there's collateral ligaments, we call them, or kind of ones that go along the side that usually don't tear because it usually pops this way, you know, like kind of this way. So the problem is if he tore the ligament to dislocate it, then he has to have surgery to repair it. I mean, especially on your throwing thumb. So they can wait two weeks or whatever to let the swelling go down. That's not going to change whether or not the leg is torn. Mm. Roger Goodell in the NFL, bylaws, rules, committee, all this shit has allowed for us to continue to take out certain things such as this hip tackle because they're scared to allow football to be played again like it once was. Now, what does JB mean? Let me break it down. I said last week so eloquently on this show, if you're not tackling and both parties on the ground at the end of the tackle, you're not a proper tackler. Somebody's going to get hurt. We got too many guys standing up trying to tackle while they're fucking ripping cartilage, uh, doing all these things. You have to tackle to the ground. That means put your helmet, face mask, 
right or left side of the body, form him up, tackle him to the ground. We don't have that no more, Smitty. What we have now is horse collar. We're grabbing. We're grabbing around the waist. We're turning while guys are still running their legs, which is creating a bunch of Achilles, calf, hamstring tears, hamstring. We don't wrap up anymore. We don't take people to the ground, and it is affecting not only, A, as many injuries we've ever seen. You've, you've talked to Dr. Morris about it several times. Plus, how many guys are missing games because of all this crazy dumb shit? Mm. It's the rules, Big Smitty. I'm just telling you right now, you can't have new rule after new rule and not address the elephant in the room. And that is the fact that you're not letting football be tackled and play tackle football anymore. It's going to be flag football very soon. Let me explain what the tackle really is and what it actually looks like real quick for you. Hmm. Geno Smith right here is going to escape the pocket. And this is the shit I don't like. Ball batted down. Now he goes out of bounds, and this is a late-ass tackle. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because you're putting all that weight on that ankle, and that ankle stuck. So now your legs bent. It's not just the ankle. It's the it's knees, the, the whole PCL. Femur, calf. Oh. This is two yards out of bounds. Here's the reason why it was the best football game of the weekend or of the year so far. The best football game of the year so far is because there was controversy. There was shit talking. There was animosity. There was was a lot of shit going on. There was a lot of shit going on that stirred up this game. And they turned it into an event. See, football games are an event, not a game. Basketball is a game. Baseballs are games. They play every other day. They play back-to-backs. Football is an event. Every Saturday, football is held once a week, and it's an event. Everybody comes out, tailgates. It's an event. They do fireworks. It's an event. Everything happens at football games as an event. So the Colorado-Colorado State game, the ticket sales were event-priced, just like a concert, right, or an event. Sold out. People stayed up till 2, 3 in the morning on the East Coast to watch the game. They did. And you never, ever would have heard of a cat staying up for a Colorado, Colorado State game on the East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. So all the stuff that Dion brought in there and they the, the, the college game day, The Rock and McAfee. What up, what up, what up? We're back, we're back, we're back. Got my coffee. Big Smitty bullshitting. Um, but I always talk about shit. Jerry, me and you should set up a boxing match and stream it and, and have fans pay for it. I'm going to beat your ass. Hey, Jeff had a boxing match. He got his ass beat, I heard. My he, got a hundred rack, he got a hundred racks. My, my boy Jeff Nittle got a hundred racks for his boxing match. Hey, Jerry, who'd you fight, Jersey Jeff? Jersey Jerry. He's a, who's a co-worker of mine. Jersey Jerry. What up, Jeff? What's going, What's going on, on? How are you guys? What's up? How you feel about the White House grabbing nuts? Um, well, look, I mean, Dwight Howard's made $250 million in his career. Retire and go do what you want to do. If that's what you enjoy doing, who am I? I really couldn't care less if he's bisexual or gay. Don't matter to me. Now, if he did this, like what they're saying in the the report, he's a deviant 
predator who needs to go to prison probably. But I'm always skeptical to believe some of these random things that come out about people. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. He denies that he did what the individual saying. I don't think he's denied knowing the guy. I don't think he's denied meeting him. Um, look, I, I don't think it's any secret that Dwight Howard could possibly be into both men and women. I think he's a deviant guy. I think he likes certain Every woman I know has been telling me he's gay for 10 years. Okay. Yeah, it could be possible. So I, women also, know. I think women know, huh? Women know sooner than later, I think. Yeah. I do know, I, I, you know, there have been many, like, porn stars and different people that have come out and said that, you know, he's tried with them. So, I don't know. Who this guy is on the bench, I'm not sure exactly. Um, definitely a weird, uh, definitely weird for sure. Um, so I heard last night that that's the cat that's suing Dwight Howard. Is that? I don't believe so. The guy that sued him is, is someone, Stephen Harper. Stephen Harper, yeah. Stephen Harper is not a. Uh, an NBA nah, player. That's what, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, I don't think this guy's an NBA player, but I never, I don't know. I didn't Google him, so I didn't know. But, hey, Travis I mean, Johnson, no, we didn't know that video was old, homie. We we, we thought it was fucking yesterday, bro. Like, we're <laughs> fucking dumb. We're the dumbest humans on earth. I know we're assuming everybody knows, so like, just for people in the chat who maybe don't know, like, basically it came out, I think it came out yesterday. The story's been going forever, but it came out yesterday that I think Dwight Howard admitted to meeting Stephen Harper, but denies the actual assault charges that he was claiming on him, basically saying that all their interactions were consensual. But he's admitting that they did have they did have sexual relations with this man, Stephen Harper, but that all things were consensual, where Stephen Harper is saying that, nah, he was like, in some way, you know, forcing himself or the situation upon me. There's a whole storyline on Reddit kind of breaking down all the explicit detail. I ain't going to get to all that stuff, but it was a third person involved, supposedly. This is incredibly hard to yeah. prove. I mean, unless yeah. – and and remember, keep in mind, Dwight Howard has way more money than Stephen Harper, likely. He also has the other person that was involved, probably their loyalty as well. This is, I think, really just something that will definitely make Dwight Howard look bad, but in six months, no one will even care. Dwight Howard, again, is worth a lot of money. Just go off, leave basketball, get out of the spotlight. If you want to do that, go do it. Um, but, um, you know, he, he almost seems to be interested in trying to knock the narrative that he's not either gay or whatever. Like, just accept it and move on. Like, hey, yeah. And McCoy's saying it's an actual legit story, my guy. I'm just saying Reddit, Reddit, there was a script from, like, some of the details from But look it up yourself. This is a legit thing that's going on, my guy. Hey, um, <laughs> Lord Jesus. Anyway, that, here's the thing, Jeff. I have though, like, I want to know how the fuck do you forcefully perform oral sex on a dude? I, I think just, you say something along the line, and I'm and I'm I'm sure he did this. If he did this, allegedly, you're paraphrasing here. Go ahead. Yeah, he probably. I don't know that he like forced him like open his. You know, what I'm saying I'm not going to get into the gory details, but I think he probably said, listen. Do it, or I'm gonna beat you the fuck up, or something like that. And he I, probably that's what I'm saying, like, or or this motherfucker just six eleven, three hundred big yeah, snake. Yeah, motherfucker, get in and stick with it. And he probably a third me. party. What was the name? What was the name? Sweetness or some shit? I don't know what the Kitty. name was. Who? Kitty. Kitty. It was a third party. Another dude named Kitty who came into there. A and dude named Kitty. A, 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 yeah, yeah. 
Kitty came in there. Freaky shit cracking Dwight and, out. Fuck and it. Dwight wanted wanted Steven to join. Steven allegedly didn't want to join. They made him feel uncomfortable. They had a whole little situation going on. But here's my thing. Let me, let me ask you: whether it's a, a male and male, female and male, whatever. And you're you're you're. I don't know what time of the day this was, but I always find it interesting that these people that go to these homes, right, and they get put what they call into precarious situations. What do you think is going to go on when you go over to somebody's house at one in the morning and they force themselves on you? Like, what what did you expect you were going over there to do? Like, Why go over there in the first place? I don't get right. it. Like, you obviously know that that you know, what's the, what the deal is here. I got, I'm going to be honest with you. I think most made up humans or homosexual males have a woman tendency to them. And what do we see with women? that are not getting what they want they come out and falsely accuse men of the r word i mean let's just be honest so there's no difference to me that this man felt slighted by dwight howard either a dwight was fucking kitty he found out mad about it in his feelings like a female would be and now claimed you assaulted me like there's a complete side of that to be true or he and just also, and said, give me your dick. I mean, that's only two options I see. You can also, just looking at career earnings in basketball, as far as all the other things he's made money on, Stephen Harper readily knows that Dwight Howard's worth a fuck ton of money. And, you know, can, you know, if Dwight Howard wasn't Dwight Howard and wasn't an NBA player, it wouldn't matter. You know, we Why wouldn't know. He turn away, though? I don't get it. Like, you see Smitty's face gets blushes and shit. <laughs> I, I, I heard a noise. I, I live in a one bedroom, one bath. I'm right by the fucking door. I heard a noise out here. Get me out the hood, y'all. Everybody donate to the Get Smitty Out the Hood Fund right now. We need $200 in the chat before the show ends. Uh, Jeff, how's the weekend go, my guy? Like, you, you, you win some money on Betty, man. Talk to us real quick. He picked uh, the Patriots Sunday. Yeah, I had a good NFL day. Uh, college continues to be kind of up and down. I. College has been tough, man. I've had a lot of bad beats this year, a lot of big leads that I've blown. Yeah, you can't bet college kids that don't want to be at their program. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you. Telling well, you. Well, I don't, I don't particularly am looking for that kind of thing to happen. But, listen, it is what it is. We've still got plenty of time left. Other than that, it was a good, pretty good weekend. we got Halloween this weekend, essentially. Uh, you know, so that's – It's about to be – hey, they celebrate Halloween big in L.A. Like, it's always big-time parties and stuff like that. I haven't, like I, – I got a few little things got thrown my way I might attend. I won't be getting dressed up doing all that. I might put on my Michael Myers mask because it's just easy. But um, will you be going to some yeah. events or parties or throwing anything? Oh, I'll yeah. definitely be at two different things, but I don't – I'm not dressing up. I don't dress up. You know, dress up as like it's like a mob boss or something like that. That's how you wanna, no, if you that's how you want to take me as my costume, sure. But no, I'm not. I don't dress up. I haven't dressed up even when I was a little kid. I, I don't play f fake phony fantasy games. Uh, uh, darn don't, 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 don't diss the fun of it. I, I hate when somebody don't like nothing, so they like make it sound like the worst thing. I don't play them fake phony, weak, soft ass, childish, well, kids ass, saying. fucking. Yeah. Like, damn, I, I can't put a mask on. What the no. hell? Hey, I, this question. show's got to be the realest show ever. I mean, this motherfucker's got three different opinions. I hate this costume. I'm never going to, you're never going to see me in a fucking costume. Now, I might, just for the show, it's getting bigger. We, I might put a Jason mask on. What, when's Halloween? Friday? When next is it? Tuesday is like the actual day. All right. So next Tuesday, I might pop up with a Jason mask or something. Hey, uh, Coach Brown, have you, uh, has anyone ever 
pretended to be you as a costume because you were pretty popular at one point. Yeah. There's been a guy that did it. I don't know if you heard about this guy, but yeah, he did. He did a, uh, he did a, uh, a Halloween prank on me. Um, and I don't know if you knew it's got like 30 million views or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> How did I not see that? You never seen it? No, I never seen it before either. You guys never seen that the the great prank? Say, no. we don't know you. Thirty million views. You think I would have? <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. I thought you would know that. Um, we don't know you, Jason Brown. <laughs> it's, it's crazy that you didn't know that. But somebody at the SC game knew who I was. It's crazy. Uh, um, no, no, they knew who I was. They said, Darnell, speak for yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. You get, oh, uh, yeah. You on JB show too, right? Do you get recognized a lot, Coach, in real life? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I do. Like a lot. Like I'm talking about every day. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. What do you say to them? Just like, hey, thanks. Uh, usually, like, get the fuck out of my way. Shit <laughs> um, like that. I don't hey, like. You know, you know what's crazy, Jeff? I mean, you know this, but in person, JB's the nicest motherfucker in the world. Like, he'll get pissed off if, of, of certain shit, and he'll have like a trigger, but he'll bounce back real quick. Well, one thing He's I the like about the world. One thing I like about him is, like, me, I'm the same way. Like, when you get out of here, when I go out, I'm the same way. Like, I think some people just fake it for the camera. I would believe he's probably, like, exact same as well. You as well. Like, some people you could just tell. Like, some people just yeah. try way too hard. No, Jimmy's hey, real like, for sure. Like, he gets fiery on the show, of course. Hey, it's not bragging if it's true. Uh, he said I'm saying random shit. He's saying the video never had this many views and all that. Well, let me show you then, bitch boy. Motherfucking football. Slap dick motherfuckers. I'll choke one of you motherfuckers out. Oh, y'all seen this. Go to my motherfucking beach house in Los Angeles. Listen to some motherfucking Charlie Wilson, motherfucker. I never saw it. Michael Rappaport, I did see this. Yeah, I saw that years ago. Hey, bitch, I just be talking, dog. I don't, I'm don't. i lying. I'm a liar. JB just be saying shit. I just be saying shit, dog. Nah, good look. JB be saying a lot, a lot of, like, big-time names to, to, the, like, to the people in the chat who have, like, everyday job, which is totally fine. When you say big time names or hey, I was with this person, this person, this person, to them it sounds like all right, JB, you you gotta be you just saying shit now. But then he chose the proof. It's like oh shit, like you know what I mean. I will say too, and I'm not trying to like gas JB up or anything, but this show and the show we do on Sunday, I've done a lot of content involving sports betting over the years. Some of my favorite content to do. Like this is just like a fun show to do. I'm glad to see JB and you guys have had success. I, I really, I'm really happy about that because you, I like doing this show a lot. So. I mean, we appreciate you coming on here, Jeff. Jeff, can you get us a, um, like, can you get us like an Under Armour sponsor so we can get like a hundred thousand a month sponsor? Well, show? I got some sponsors I'm dealing with. I, JB, I gotta get you in touch with my. Well, I know you have cigar companies, but I got this one idea with. They're the best, man. I'm, I'm getting a sit down cigar very soon. For my show, nice. Yeah, I know. I know sponsors. I don't have Under Armour, but <laughs> hey, hey, guys. By the way, guys, I just be talking. All right. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh shit! What is this? Ready? Put on some. Uh, talk. Put on Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson, you got a song? Touched by an angel. But just put Charlie Wilson. See if he has like the greatest hits on there. Or something. Coach Brown, this is me in the flesh, Charlie Wilson. I've been touched. 
by an angel. You've been touched by an angel. Your team has been touched by an angel. Man, I'm a big fan of the show. Y'all on foul right now. I seen how you beat up on Garden City. Great thing, man. I love you so much. Keep up the good work. Your team is bad. Hey Charlie, hey, Charlie still got it. Never JB seen that either. JB just be talking. I don't know nothing. Oh, 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 oh. Um, he don't know nobody. Else. Anyway, it is that's pretty cool. Talk your just, shit, JB. Talk just, your shit, Jason Brown. Just Compton, just another kid from Compton. Talk your shit. I just be talking. You know what I'm saying? I ain't nothing. I ain't nobody. <laughs> um. All right, all right, Bailey, play it so Jeff and uh, Big Smitty can give us a reaction. This is on the how many times I got tagged in it. I'm sure you guys got tagged in it as well. So we got to talk about Dwight Howard. Okay, I'm gonna try my best. Permanent pause. Try my best to explain this whole situation. Okay, after some previous allegations of assault, battery. That chick should not be on this show. She stinks. I'm just saying it. I've never seen this show stinks before. Like, but she like Badussi stinks like Badussi. Like no, she just doesn't. Up. She doesn't vibe with them too. Like I, I don't. She's like. It's like she just got out of broadcasting school. Like get her off. Who is? Oh, that? I see what you're saying. I see. Like yeah, she's, she's too like she's too like by the and books. False and imprisonment. Yeah. White Howard admitted to meeting with the man who accused him to hook up, but denies forcing him to participate in a threesome. And he says, "I agree, Jeff. She's like." Everything that happened was consensual. But the man who accused Howard said that he brought a man who was who wanted to be addressed as Kitty. Dwight also said he only stopped the sexual acts he was doing with the man when he realized he did not enjoy it. So thoughts on the situation. It's been going everywhere. Yeah. You go first, bro. I'm about to take a gummy behind oh, this joint right here, man. Oh my goodness! <laughs> go ahead, Cam. <laughs> this is this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Get to the fucking point. Already. I didn't even say nothing. That. Yeah, what's up with that? That was the point. They didn't even fucking say nothing. Wait, so you're telling me that's the show that got millions of dollars? Yeah, dog. And guess what? There's been a factual, evidential, factual, evidence-based, whatever big words. I'm trying to use big words right now, but I can't think of them. I continue to be floored and amazed. And he's used shit from our show, Jeff. The thing about it, though, y'all, let's keep it real. That's Cameron and Mace from a from saying from a brand standpoint, they have a huge following. Both of them do. Oh, I get so it. Brands are gonna pay you money hold on. on your following, not about the full production, not about how all it's about but that's the how problem. many eyes you have on the show. They get they that's get a lot of eyes on this shit. That's the problem. And they get a lot that's of guests, issue. big time guests and NBA players because they respect them as rappers. And, right, but and they go again. on there, they they don't do nothing different. They say wild shit, we say wild shit. They do this. The only thing is they're in person. And they have money backed behind it because they're fucking rappers who are rich and they have a big brand. 
If we hey, had a million followers, we'd be in the same thing. Own show, Jeff. We're gonna come maybe to Lancaster, get a studio. I don't know. Um, we're gonna get maybe studio, I, I just locked in a spot, and if you live in LA, we'd be set. I just I got a phone call with the owner of a bar downtown where he said you could I can shoot. I'm gonna start shooting the porch there. But if you was out here, we could I mean, we could still hey, do it. I'm just saying, we I, blow this up. We get a main studio. Jeff's gonna be the guy in the middle right there. He's gonna be the narrator like he did with uh, Baby Gronk. And fucking you and I on the side. Wait, wait, whatever happened to that guy? He disappeared. Did he, he did kind of disappear, huh? Did he, block us? Did, he block us? did he block us and we don't know? No, I looked him up last night because I hadn't seen him. Because he was like posting up a storm for like a couple of months. But I've noticed the last month he like disappeared. But he still posts shit. Like, I'm the best. Look at my one uh, clip of me running past everybody in football. Like. Hey, by the way, I know I know they got a guest on there that's controversial and all that. I love the guy, I, even though I, other people have different news. I'm trying to, and I've reached out and got a hold of somebody as of yesterday. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm going to let Smitty know and see if Smitty wants to do it, but I'm trying to get O.J. Simpson on the motherfucker. Oh, my God. He he blocked me. This Smitty's not even going to say nothing. I'm going to get – and by the way, we are going to get Charlie Wilson on here. But I'm trying to get OJ on here. I think me and OJ would have a great fucking conversation. But see, the issue with him is like he's not like th the only thing we care about him actually talking about is like what happened in that that year and that that night. Yeah. I don't really care what he thinks. Hey, hey, through the world, this is me, yours truly. Like, I don't give a shit about that. Like, Jeff, I I, Jeff I, I talk. That's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't. I don't care about his opinion on fantasy football. I just don't. Jeff, why he blocked you, Jeff? Because I, so I have this thing where anytime he says like a funny take, I always just go, that's a killer take, OJ. <laughs> killer in uh, capital letters. Or like, damn, you really uh, stabbed that one hard or so, like something along those lines. Hey, I, 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 I'm, I'm torn. I think Al Cowlings, Marcus Allen, his son, a couple other people were involved. I think they took shots at the broaders myself. I think she was fucking a lot of different people, but nobody wants to break that down. Anyway, uh, moving on amicably. So wait, uh, you don't think he killed Hey, Big Smitty. And I know Big Smitty, he's scared as a whore in church right now. Uh, if I brought OJ Simpson on the Bring show, on. I don't care no more. Fuck it, man. Hey, you live one life, whatever happened. I get fired. Fuck it. You'll pay my rent. We good to go. I don't even care no more, man. I just make it happen. We got to blow this shit up. Whatever we got to do. Bring on OJ. Bring on fucking Deshaun. Let's bring on everybody. Fuck it. Whatever happens, man. We got to blow this shit up. I don't even care. No hey. More. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Jeff, can I ask you, first of all, number one, don't ever bet Andrew Wiggins is your captain. He'll fuck you every time because he took two months off last year. I should have known better. Yeah, I would never done it. And number two, don't ever take ad the second softest player um behind Kawhi leonard ever because he didn't score fucking one point in the second half one fucking point and he cost me two grand last night one fucking point you well, here's, some, here's some advice you're talking about how i shouldn't bet certain things you shouldn't be betting opening night in the nba that's mm. what i would tell you it's too many unknowns. But real quick before we go down to that. Especially with these fucking teams like the Lakers. But no points in the second half is crazy. Yeah, pathetic. 
first game, you're healthy. You should be excited. You're playing against the team that knocked you out, swept you last year. The whole offseason, the whole community been talking yeah. shit to you, doing all this and that. You balled out in the first half and you scored no points. I would That's- rather you. I rather you. I rather you shoot thirty times in a second. Mm-hmm. If you go, hey, wasn't he talking 30. shit all summer? Come on, bro. I feel like he always talks shit, and then doesn't do certain. Well, no, no, no. I, well, yeah, AD responded a little bit. But I'm saying the Nuggets community—they've been talking shit. They've been calling them all the all types of names. It's all all season, and then you get to the game and you don't score zero. And I. I gotta look it up, but I don't think he had that many attempts in the second half. I know he was shooting at first; he was just a little off. But like, keep shooting, up. Like, keep going. The Joker was missing a little bit in the second half too, but then ended up getting it going. Like, you were supposed to be the best player on the team. Now, LeBron's going in year twenty-one. You're supposed to take over the team. Not scoring in the second half, bro, is unacceptable. I gotta bring up something to you guys, both of you guys involved in media and, and and legendary media people. Good friend of mine. I've been on his show a couple times. Uh, he said he's gonna come on this show. Uh, Mad Dog Chris Russo said he would retire if the Diamondbacks won Game Seven, and apparently he's honoring his word and he fucking retired last night. Have you guys heard all this? It's all out there. ESPN's covering it right now, doing a thing on it. He said he would retire if they won Game Seven. I saw the video. I think it's all a ploy. It's all content, bro. They all involved in. It. I don't believe that. I mean, this, yeah. old, this older man doing that. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, he's got contract. You're gonna one. You got a contract. Two. You're not gonna base your your career decision upon a game that means nothing to you. Hey, his contract's not with ESPN though. He's a guest on ESPN. He's got probably gets paid for or something, but he probably has a you know what to do and what not to do contract. I mean, he's sixty four years old. I mean, he's getting yeah. His, older. Main, his main contract though is with series. I actually always liked him a lot. I think he's funny. I think I like him. I like his opinions. He's By the way, dude. another person that's blocked me, Liv Moods. She's blocked me as well. Why? That's our homegirl. She blocked me because. I she basically tried to sell the fact that the Jake Paul and Logan Paul are not like she doesn't understand why they're good or like known fighters. And I basically just said something along the lines of like, I think you can understand. Like it was something really like subtle. Like she yeah, she blocked me. I thought we were she could get me on her show. I don't know why. It's weird. We had live on this show a couple times. I'm you know, I'm I'm not saying I'm friends with her, but we, I've been on her show like three times. She's out here five times. I'm gonna call her up. No, nah, you don't have to. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna call her up to come back on the show to talk shit about you. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, nothing to do with you. Yeah. Oh, if she wants to get on that road, we, I can get on that road. Okay. <laughs> Jay, Jay, he said, I, I ain't been no everything. Which I get to take blown up, big shit. Live mood. Fuck Jeff Fadu. Fucking, you're right about him. Hey, we gonna have live on here. We gonna surprise her with Jeff, and just we gonna jump off. Let them argue. And this is blocker right after the show. Hey, you know she got released from the volume, Colin yeah. Coward. Did she get released or did she they fire her or did she quit? What happened? I'm not gonna comment on that. Sure. I'm not sure. Even though I want to, I'm not gonna comment on why she got fired or whatever happened. Tell me off the thing so I can talk about it tomorrow on a daily rant. All right. Well, my so guess is she's she's not good, probably. That's why. Shout out to Liv Moo. Shout out to Liv Moo. I ain't going to dog her. I ain't going to. I am. She blocked me. Why are you so fucking soft? (laughs) It's the new camera. Thanks, y'all. Hey, JB. People get. We we get real salty when motherfuckers block you, don't we? It's it's like like blocking somebody. It's it's like the new, like, cussing you out almost. Or calling you a bitch. It's like. 
it's like feminine, but I, I gotta tell you, I've become the number one blocker. I'm a tumbo around this motherfucker. I'm the tumbo of Twitter. I hear you. I don't, I don't know if, I, if I've ever blocked anybody yet. Oh, maybe, maybe like a random. Oh, I got a list. Oh, my list is so long. I, some guy tried to get me to unblock him, and it took me two hours to try to find him. I just quit. I, 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 I got, I got, I can't find you on my block. List. You gotta make a new account. You gotta right. You gotta make a new I, account. I can't, you gotta make a new account, dog. I can't find you. Um, I hear you. I, hear I don't you. know. No. Interesting, interesting to say the least. For um, sure, man, for sure. Jeff, did we act? I can't remember. Remind me, bro. And I, I can't remember if we talked about this last week or not. Did we talk to you about the whole Michigan stealing signs at all last week? Yeah. I, I can't remember if we got your opinion on yeah, that. We talked about that on Friday. Got you. Okay. I can't remember if we got your opinion on Bree. I'm blocked on Twitter. Ain't no, no way. She said, because Jeff said, I'm blocked. Fuck them. And she's just laughing. Um, oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Okay. Hey, Jeff. So, I don't know if Jeff, if you want to turn in, I want to get some. I want to get your pick tomorrow night game. Let's do that right out the way, so I can get that out the way. Because Sunday we're back with Last Chance Q. Make sure you guys listen in. We haven't done it in three weeks, and we came back the other day. We had four hundred people in there for a Sunday with no promotion. Shout out to everybody who watches Jeff and I with Sean Salisbury on Last Chance. We had some big upset winners uh, over the weekend. Yeah, and Sean, Sean shouted both of us out on the Dan Patrick show yesterday. If you did not know, you should go oh, down. Really? And- Really? Yeah, so you can go down and upload. You can go find that clip. I didn't know that. Uh, Sean's on Dan Patrick show every day, uh, every week, and uh, yeah. obviously they were really good friends at ESPN for 15 years, and uh, they're also in a lot of Adam Sandler movies together. Hmm. Um, so uh, we got to kick it with Rob Snyder in, in Arizona. Rob Snyder moved out literally next to Pat Perez. Uh, Sean was there with us. We hung out at Pat's house for about five days straight, and Sean. Uh, I mean, uh, Rob Snyder just moved out there and Rob and, and uh, Sean Salisbury are like butthole buddies. Uh, they've all been on, uh, you know, the what's the show? Benchwarmers, the movie. Uh, yeah, Benchwarmers. They're all Benchwarmers together and they've done other things together. Apparently, Adam Sandler is like the salt of the earth, the realest human on earth. Uh, he's right there with Keanu Reeves, apparently. They're both like real... Down to earth guys. I mean, you really- can see Adam Sandler. You'll catch him out in LA hooping in the streets. Like I got guys at Fox who got pictures of like at a park on a Saturday, and Adam Sandler was there and they hooped together. Like he's like a he's like a regular. He doesn't act like he's bigger than nobody else. He's just a regular. None of those guys do. None of those guys do. Like Dan Patrick Snyder. What's the other white dude? The white dude with the blonde hair. A lot Car- of white dude with blonde hair, JB. Yeah, that white dude is always in the same movies. Oh, uh, 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 ah, he cool as hell. I need talking about funny as hell. Like, oh my gosh, dude. I couldn't yeah, he, he shouted me out on a TikTok. He said, man, I love fuck stick, shit bird, and slap dick. Those are the three favorite oh, words. What's his name, David, bro? David Spade. Huh? David Spade. Yeah, Spade, 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 Spade. He funny as yeah, hell. David Spade. Hey, uh, all right, Thursday night game real quick, because I want to get into something different with you, Jeff. Um, Bucks and Bills. Bucks and Bills. Yeah, it's interesting after the Bills lost, Jeff, and the Bucks, you know, lost too, but playing a, you know, that's a I don't know if if the Bucks, I mean, if the Bills can afford to lose, who's in a who's in a dicier situation? The Bucks or the Bills? Because Atlanta took over the lead in the NFC South. The Bills are losing ground. Um, even though they beat the Dolphins. Them and the Dolphins, it looks like a two-man race unless the Jets go on a hot streak here. Where are you at with this whole uh, Bills Bills team? Let me get your take on the Bills team right now before we dive into this whole thing. Because to me, they're inconsistent. They'll never win a Super Bowl with, with the way they play football. Because 
if you depend on Josh Allen 85% of the game, you will never win a football game or a Super Bowl. Sorry. Yeah, I, I have some real question marks about him. Uh, in this game, I don't as much. This seems like a good spot to back Buffalo. Um, if you look at Tampa, in the two step-up games they played against the Lions and Eagles, they lost both by double digits. Now, at this point, um, is Buffalo a major step-up? No, but we could still make it clear they're a better team than the Bucs. Uh, the Bucs have struggled. I think a lot of the, the public are down on them. They're probably not going to back them here, especially on a Thursday night. I think this is just the time to back them. The Bucs have some offensive line issues. A couple of their guys are out right now. Um, and again, I think the Bills are talented. The problem I have is on defense. They're just not very good right now on defense. They've struggled. Uh, they have a lot of guys out. Milano, Tredavious White. Um, but this Milano is a huge hit. Yeah. Yeah. This number just kind of tells me, though, at home, Buffalo, kind of you'd have to think there's full focus here after an outright loss to New England, a struggling game against the Giants. I think we more or less see them in how they played against the Dolphins as opposed to how they played against the Pats. This number's still low enough where, you know, if they win by 10, I, I get the job done here. I, I just think the number's a little too low. If the Bills have played well recently, this number would be up over 10. Um, to me, this is probably a lower scoring, you know, I don't know, 27, 17 type of game. I'll lean with the Bills here. I still think they're pretty solid on offense. I'll say this, though. They better win this damn game because right now, yeah, you are right, JB. They're, they're second in the standings in the AFC East, but they're four and three. Jets are right behind them at three and three. Let's just for shits and giggles. Let's say the Bills go out here and lays another egg and goes down four and four. The Jets got the Giants uh, upcoming here in this next game. That's a winnable game for the Jets. I mean, none of us are sold on the Giants right now at all, right? So the Jets go out there and win. They're four and three. I don't know, man. Like it's just an interesting kind of common and you know combination situation because after this week, the Bills got the Bengals. And I think the Bengals just had a buy, or is it a buy this week, or did they just have a buy? Um, I can't remember. I gotta look it up. But regardless, the Bengals are trending up right now, and the Bills are trending down. So you mess around, and lose this game, man. You might go on a crazy losing streak. And the Jets, we can say what we want about that offense, but they've been staying, uh, keeping it close in most games, and they've been winning lately too. So um, I don't know, man. The Bills is an interesting team. We know the talent they have. I agree with you, Jeff. Defensively, they, they lost some cats. Matt Milano was a huge loss, one of the best linebackers in the league. Um, I think uh, uh, we had Fred Warner on uh, our show at Fox, and he actually put Milano in the same category as himself, like high praise of him. So he's one of the best in the league. To lose him, a leader like that, is definitely hurting them. But even on the offensive side, man, you know, Josh has to has to be more consistent throughout the game. And uh, we'll see, man. I don't know. The Bucks is not gonna. It's not gonna be just an easy win for for the Bills. But you guys know, I like the Bucks. I think this is a solid team. I'm just again, the number tells me a lot. For as bad as the Bills have played, they're still nearly a ten point favorite, which tells right. me this is probably going to be a ten ish point victory. It's still not high enough to to bet the uh, the Bucks to me. I like the Bills here. I think they went by ten. Yeah. I feel you on that, hey, man. Jeff, I, we haven't talked to you about this topic, but what is your take? Our thumbnail basically is uh, kind of talking about it. What are your What is your take on the Caleb Williams situation? Um, you know that I, I've said I think he's gonna he's gonna go to the Raiders with Lincoln Riley. What is your take on this whole him not getting off the bench against Utah? Utah people texting me. Plus, we have Eric Weddle on every week. 
He didn't get out to shake any hands whatsoever. It clearly shows it's about him. I've had people tell me if I was a, that are former GMs in the NFL saying I would not draft a dude. He is completely selfish. And I don't believe he's really that good um, as him playing against upper echelon teams have proven. He's under 500. His stats are clearly not the same against uh, as they would be against a fucking Nevada or somebody. Um, where, where's your take with this? Lincoln Riley's missed two days in a row plus a media obligation. Do you have anything to say about that? I think he is the typical kid nowadays in the NIL. If I don't get my way, I don't get what I want, I'm sitting out. And I think what he will do is a lot of people knock uh, Acho for his comments about the kids should sit out. I think that's what he'll do. He'll just say, I don't care anymore. We're not winning a national title. I'm done with this. I'm going to go make millions. I'm already making a ton of money now. What the hell do I care? He doesn't seem to care much at all to me. Um, how good he is. I don't know. I mean, you're the quarterback guru, so I would I would lend to you on that. But again, uh, he's really struggled against top competition. I mean, you look at what what he's he have five starts against top twenty five teams. He's been a disaster. Uh, that's concerning. He struggled against like a Utah. Um, that's that doesn't bode well to me. But then again, what you do in college, I don't think I think it's clear. I said I didn't think Patrick Mahomes would be a great NFL quarterback from what I saw. You can't use that notion because the NFL is totally different. But, yeah, he doesn't look like the, the body language he has. But then again, I look at Jalen Hurts, who's in the NFL. I've said all year he doesn't look like he's in intertwined in the game like he's been in years past. Something looks off to me with him. Someone said that on this show, too, like six months ago. But, uh, I, but I think when it comes to Williams, he's definitely a guy that – is a me, yeah. me, me, me. If it doesn't work, I'm done. And, and, and it's not – and uh, F.A. in the show said you don't have to shake hands. It's not part of the obligation, and I get that too. Um, the issue is you're not Caleb Williams, though. Like, not the normal fan – not the normal cat is a Caleb Williams on a day-to-day -day basis. Like, Caleb Williams said, already has this – pre-nomer cursor out there that he's this guy by doing what he did like if you didn't say fuck utah on your nails then maybe we wouldn't be so big and if you didn't paint your nails maybe it wouldn't be so big but then when you do that and do this it's just adding up on your resume and that's the issue i have like to me it's like shit stacks up i'm starting to stir away from that type of cat Wait, you're, wait hold on a second. You're saying I didn't see he put on his nails, fuck Utah? Is that true? Last year, yeah. Okay, so one thing I, I don't understand about today's society is everyone always says, I don't really care. I don't care if they do that. Yet you really care enough, though, to do something like that. Like, does he care or does he not care? I don't I don't get it. I don't get these, these kids today. It seems like they, they don't not. care, but then they really do care. I, I don't get it. I mean, I, I think I think Caleb cared, you know, again, in all fairness, I think Caleb cared about that loss. I think he cared about, about that, whether, whether it's for selfish reasons, whether it's for team reasons or whatever. I mean, you saw it. We saw the pictures there on the sideline. He was he was pissed off, stressed, embarrassed, whatever. The whole reason why he came back this year, well, not the whole reason, but, I mean, a part of the, the, the reason why he wanted, to, he wanted to, you know, continue his journey and play and all that stuff is the chance to go to the playoffs, right, and a chance to maybe, maybe win a natty and, and a chance. That's out the window. They're not going to the, the damn basketball playoffs. Even if they went out, I, it's a wrap. They got two losses on, on their record. I think it's a wrap regardless. So uh, I do think he cares. I think, I mean, listen, this guy is in Heisman commercials, Wendy's commercials, making millions of dollars right now. There's a ton of attention on him right now. So could could that 
all that praise and hype be getting to his head and his ego. Hell yeah. I can imagine myself being 20 years old. I'm getting, I'm everybody telling me I'm the greatest prospect ever. I'm getting millions of dollars. I got Wendy's over here. I got this over here. Yeah. As a 20 year old, put myself in that mindset. I can see how that could get, you know, to get, get my ego up. And, well, he and has an obligation money. to the people that are paying him the millions of dollars that he's making to right. play and to finish out the season. Cause look, years yeah. ago I could, I would say, well, you don't know the fucking university anything. I mean, it's your body as far as you don't want to get injured. You don't want to affect your chances going forward. I guess I get it a little bit, but he makes a bunch of money now. He's obligated to play essentially, you know. I think he'll play. I think he will. If he don't, he. I think he's tripping. Uh, he needs to play for multiple purposes. You don't get better at football by not playing football. There is a such thing as rust. You know, there is such thing as. I mean, even in a different category, we're seeing Deshaun missed a year and a half, and he ain't been the same since. Now, there's other factors, of course. I'm just saying, like, before all that, he was a top-five quarterback in the league. Now he's a bottom-five quarterback in the league. So you need to continue to play. And your last two games against ranked opponents have been shitty. You don't want to leave. You don't want to leave your mark, you know. Well, I mean, the first half, though, he was, like, he was balling. He had no interceptions, all touchdown. He was the leading Heisman candidate. And I would say like the really, really the last like two specifically where the game was like ah like the, the Notre Dame they destroyed them and obviously yes, Utah but, as well. But remember, l- listen to what you're saying. They played San Jose State, right. Nevada, yeah. Stanford, Arizona State, Colorado. Yeah. I mean, you could probably go out and score against those teams. No offense. Hey, I mean, got, there's so much to discuss. I I wanted to get to a video, but we got too much to discuss. We got our top fives. I wanted to go through with. Yeah, Jeff. let's do that. I love those. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. Plus, I wanted to show some Lamar Jackson film. We'll wait for, till Friday, Jeff. But hold on. Someone's saying Johnny Manziel in the chat. Come on, dude. I mean, why are you bringing him up? Comparing him to kid. What? What the fuck? What does that have to? They're totally different. Johnny Manziel is a drug addict. What the hell are you talking about? Hey, Jeff. But I saw your tweet. And I saw you going back and forth with some casual Twitter guru. And I wanted to get your take on this. Chris Olave got arrested um, for speeding. Um, apparently 35 miles an hour over the speed limit. He was going 70 in a 35. Now, apparently, I talked to a cop buddy of mine who's a cop, who's a sheriff here in L.A. And he, he has one of my dogs. And he went to high school with me. Um, he's uh, been in the force for 25 years now. He's saying that 70 in a 35 is equal to a hundred on the freeway which is arrestable now i know you, i saw your that's just the fact of what they say i'm just getting your take i saw you tweet like nobody should be handcuffed for going 35 miles an hour over a 70 i don't know because yeah <laughs> but this is this is the issue that i have with the justice system in this country because there is no middle ground in this country anymore we either arrest Everybody for literally fucking everything, or we let people rob people at gunpoint on a street corner, and they're out within six hours. And Why the fuck you can rob everybody nine hundred fifty dollars and go not go to jail? I mean, but what I'm saying is, like, we have these in certain, for instance, Kenner, Louisiana, where he was arrested, has totally different laws and and do things totally different than where L.A. does things. I'm just saying it's to me, you don't arrest them for speeding. Give them a give them a high level fine. So, for instance, if the regular fine is $60 for speeding, triple it or something. Taking someone to prison for going 30 mile an hour over the speed limit is crazy. Uh, It just is. Unless you're going – look, if he's going 100 – I mean, there's different levels to me with it. It's just – it's a waste of I don't know about arresting anyone for it, but I'm torn because 
if you're going, if my residential area is 35 and you're going 70 and I got kids in my front yard, I'm going to try to smoke you. Let me ask you, you've been, you've been pulled over for speeding and got a ticket, right? Oh yeah. Does it stop you from speeding? No, fuck no. Uh, short, short term it does. And then you kind of forget and you it doesn't stop me. Yeah. yeah. It I never it all the time. But what it is, is like, I hate the idiots that are flying through my, on my street though. When I got dogs, kids, whatever, that might run out there. And I hate those motherfuckers. I, I despise them. And those are like the Henry Ruggs of the world to me. Because on the strip in Vegas, going one whatever, 40, is a fucking idiot. Like, there's no excuse. Like, I I, I kind of look at it like that. Now, 17 to 35, it all depends on where the 35 was posted. Like, is it in a neighborhood? Is it in my housing district? Like, where is it? I don't know. Is it down the street, like in a mall strip? Like, 35s, meaning you're on some sort of road. I'm kind of torn too because I feel what Jeff said. Like my my initial instinct is like I agree with Jeff. Like arrest somebody for speeding that sounds crazy. But then on JB side, it's like, yeah, but like they're trying to prevent you from the worst possible situation, which is you running over somebody and possibly killing somebody. And if I give if I give Chris Alave a two hundred dollar fine, that's the same thing as nothing happening. That's a fucking penny to him. Not even a penny. That's like a. It's literally it's equivalent to nothing to him. $200 ain't nothing for me. So I know it ain't shit for him. So it's like he ain't really learned anything. So it's like, Jeff, I, I bet now he'll learn. I think just But if he went out and robbed somebody at gunpoint, he probably wouldn't have even been taking it. Like, that's, that's what I'm crazy. talking about. The level of, like, yeah. that's what Jeff's we arrest. I agree. Just, it's it's crazy. I think Jeff's point, if people not get catch grasping it, is, like, let's keep it 100 with everybody. Because I, yeah. I hate the ups and downs with it all too like alabama alabama basketball player does what he does no issue but in california that motherfucker's in jail for life i'm be honest he's accomplice accomplice to murder you don't you just have to be off the scene i, I had to fight for like hell to get one of my former players out of jail he was in the car when his partner was shot by police guess what that does in california that kid was shot and killed by police it's still a murder scene guess what they don't know if it's the police solely that killed him or not so guess what? The kid in the car goes to jail for accomplice to murder. And I had a, a running back, Aaron Madden. Everybody, a lot of people know about it. Uh, one of the most crooked police forces in the country, Torrance Police Department here in California, um, shot, shot one of my former players 29 times after he gave up. That was not. A lot of people don't talk about it, but he was in a shed, tool shed, walking backwards, hands raised. His girlfriend was on a cell phone, called, talking to the police, saying, hands raised, backing up. You can Google you can Google the case. The mother sued. Um, they shot him 29 times. My player that was playing for me at the time was in the car in the front yard. They chased this dude to the back, shot him 29 times. But the kid in the car, sitting there, waiting for his girl to come outside, goes to jail. Had no idea. So that's California law. But in Alabama, motherfucker gave the gun to a motherfucker and nothing's going on. <laughs> so it, I get what he's saying. Um, Friday, Jeff, we're going to break down some Lamar Jackson, all three of us. And I, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be fun with Jeff. I want to do it with Jeff because Jeff got to do it. Jeff got to do see our film set up with Sean Sunday. He, he was like, man, that's tight. Uh, now I got the 100-inch the TV in the lounge that I'm going to start using this for, too that I can write on, it's going to be in a, uh, a little different. Um, all right, can we talk about top college football teams' performance Listen, over the weekend? I'm just, I just want to say one other thing before we get off this. Most people do not research 
fucking anything. They take what the news tells you and runs with it. I, I dare all of you, do me a favor and look at the stretch of road. Mr. Olave was arrested on suspicion of reckless driving, which, by the way, this is going to be dropped. You should not go to jail for a misdemeanor crime in this country. You shouldn't. It is a waste of time. We shouldn't be doing it. But go research what Joe Yenny Boulevard looks like in Kenner, Louisiana. I would go 70 on that fucking road. Are you kidding me? If no one on the road, it's not night out. 78 that fast, really, on this road. It's not some little road where there's, you know, children running around. It's like a Yeah, highway. that's what I'm saying. That's all it's context. It's where it was. That's why I agree. Yeah. Um, like I said, I would be pissed if he's doing it on my street right here, but my street's not 35. It's 10. So right. I, it's just, you know, there's context to it. Um, let's get into our top five college team performances from this past weekend. I got my five graphic, Bailey. Pull it up. Top five college football teams over the weekend. Ohio State stymied, I thought, a Penn State team that was going to be better. I know Jeff's disappointed because he we thought Penn State would might be better this year. I got Ohio State just stymieing them. When we're still doubting Ohio State, they're still winning. Michigan, the reason I have Michigan so high, even though Michigan State's in, in shambles and they're a bad team this year, the players have to perform after allegations have been thrown out there. And his co their coach and their program have been not only one time for a hamburger deal where your coach was suspended for three games, but now this is the second thing. So what do you think about this, Smitty? Where are you at uh, with my team? And I think Utah beating SC at home again, and then Florida State uh, putting it on for, for the most part, um, putting it on a good Duke team. And then Bama, Bama stymieing Tennessee. Now that's a strong list, man. I will put Utah in front of uh, in front of Michigan, uh, just because that's a big time win to beat a team three times in a row. I know we're going into last year, and this year's two different teams, but still to beat a team three times in a row, a SC team, is hard to do, and to do that at the Coliseum, man, when you got the number one quarterback in the in the world right here, you're playing against, and to beat them in that fashion. Game-winning field goal, I got to put Utah at, at number two. Um, and then they're really close second to Ohio State because, I mean, they're doing this with their, what, third-string quarterback out there, man? Like, that's impressive in today's game where it's an offensive-driven league and every all the rules are benefiting the offense. For them to go out there and perform that way, I got to give them credit to that. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like Michigan on there for, for the reasons that you say. I probably put them down to maybe like four or five because, yeah, Michigan State is pathetic. You're right now. I mean, I, although Michigan has their own allegations, don't forget Michigan State has their own allegations and shit too. It's out the whole state of Michigan's fucked right now. Everything's going on. Michigan, Michigan State, Coney Island, everything's cold blooded in Michigan right now. So I put them around four or five. Still a good win because everything you said with all the distractions, but you, you expect to win that game. They're like 29 point favorites, I believe, going into it. Uh Florida State, yeah. I mean, beat a, a really good Duke team who's been giving a lot of teams problems and trouble. All year long, uh, I do like that. Um, the only team I would maybe consider putting like the five spot is uh Steve Steve Kim's of Miami Hurricanes. I, I I know Clemson isn't the same per se, but they still have a ton of NFL talent on that team. And even though they've been losing, most of their losses have been like one score. Like they've been right there. Like Clemson could easily be undefeated right now. You know what I'm saying? So the record, don't let the record confuse you. That's a really good team right there. So I might. Sneak Miami up at the fifth spot. So with teams comes coaches. I want to yep. bring in the top five coaching 
performances of the weekend. Yeah. Uh, my top five college coaches performances. Um, for anybody that don't know, Tony Elliott is the head coach out at uh, University of Virginia. And they shocked the world, basically beating North Carolina and Mac Brown. Yeah. Um, so he has to have it uh, just for the simple fact that Virginia was, I think, a one in five program coming into that game. Or did they win two games? I think in one game. Um, so they got the win of the week, in my opinion. So apparently I'm going to put him at number one. Jim Harbaugh, just for continuing to coach and do his job, similar to what I said about when my dad died, I showed up to practice. He, it's hard to show up and just do what's expected of you. Um, Ryan Day just continues to win games, uh, regardless of what I've said about him before. I think that anyone can do what he's do, doing at Ohio State. He has to beat Michigan this year, Smitty, in my opinion. He has to, and he, and he, and he needs to get that Urban Meyer natty, um, in, the, in, the, in, the, in my opinion, to get that monkey off your back, so to speak. Kyle Whittingham, Utah, just continues to be solid, um, wins games. That's just what he does. With a third-string QB, Big Smitty, can, can be honest. Impressive. And then Mike Norvell at Florida State, um, they're in the hunt. Florida State's in the hunt. He's got them playing. Um, he's got them playing, and 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 those are my top five coaches. Uh, I know you'll have yours this week, but that's my top five coaches' performances. Um, and Harbaugh is only on there because of what is going on. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think people realize it's not easy to show up to work every day, face your kids in the face, and tell them X, Y, Z. Regardless if you did something was wrong or not, he's having to show up, and he's still winning games. Yeah, no, I respect I respect that for sure. Uh, PJ Fleck is not on the list because I don't fucking like him. That's why. You don't like PJ Fleck? PJ Fleck used to coach a Western uh, Michigan, man. Roll the boat. Roll yeah. the boat. We thought PJ Fleck was a cornball. Weirdo. weirdo we thought he was a cornball when we were at Ball State. We used to be Western Michigan all the time. But then he did turn the program around. He had a really good year. Great running backs. He went to minutes like he. He's a little awkward, but for whatever reason, man, he, he gets the players playing well. I got to respect that. But this is a good list, though, right here. I'm not mad at men at all. Kyle Winningham. Yes, and the I might reason Jeff, just got back, Jeff got back in. The reason I'm not have Willie Fritz. Willie Fritz one of my best friends in the profession. Great coach. One of the best coaches in football. He's not at the Power 5 level, number one. Number two, he's expected to win. Um, I give Tulane credit all the time. Jose Murillo. Murillo whatever the fuck your name is, by the way. And I, I love when people say, where is this guy? Where is that guy? I don't know where he's at, you fuck. He's not on my list, though, right? Like, I want to make sure you understand he's not on the fucking list. That's where he's at. So stop asking me about these fucking guys, Jose Murillo. Where is Dana Holgerson? You know where he is? He's 2-7, and seven, you fucking idiot. They lost to Texas. They didn't fucking beat Texas. Are you fucking just handing out trophies, motherfucker? Also, let, let me just say, this is a weekly thing, and they barely beat fucking North Texas. It was tied oh, going no into shit. the – That's what I'm saying. Like, no shit. By, by the way, under, you fuck. I'm, I'm sorry I had to leave. Uh, I was dealing with – I got to tell you. You know what? I'm just not going to talk about it because I don't want to get canceled for what I'm going to say. So never mind. It's all good, man. We can talk about it offline, man. But yeah, fuck. Uh, yeah, Willie Fritz. Come on, man. I mean, Where JB, they, they, they're, they're just asking. Where's your fucking 
fucking bib at? JB, they're just asking you about some names that they would have on their list. They're not yeah, arguing with you, JB. No they're just saying like, hey, JB, what about you? Know what's you know what's fucked up, y'all? Text messages and DMs and 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 the the us not actually talking to each other has caused so many unnecessary arguments that is it, it blows my mind. I guarantee some of these people in the chat. Are not even putting their message out in an argumentative way, but it looks that way via text. I get pissed off. JB gets pissed off. But if they actually were on here talking, no, they're probably standing in a question form. Uh, but there's no way in hell Willie Fritz is on. He, they they beat fucking North Texas and gave up 426 yards. What the fuck? And they almost talking? lost. North Texas almost came back and won the fucking game. Hey, hey, hey Jose Murillo, where's your resume, motherfucker? All right, now, um, how about we get into. Hey, hey, Jeff, you missed my teams, all right? Here's my teams. I, I got Ohio State. Yeah, you supposed to be one, games. dude, or two. You saw these games. Who, you, who would you move around in this? I would put Utah a little higher, both on the coach and the team. That said, Ohio State definitely won. That was an incredible performance. Uh, defensively, they were just awesome. Uh, and look, that fucking James Franklin, I, I've done giving that fuck any more chances. I'm done with him in big games. I don't have any issue with this. This is a pretty good list. Maybe you put Utah two, Michigan three. Um, but, you know, Michigan's just going through the motions, beating a lot of bad teams. All right, now let's let's end it with this one, um, Smitty. I got my top yep. five college performers of the week. All right. Ooh, um, okay. Okay. My top five performers. Um, mm, okay. You know why I got J.J. McCarthy? Because – because, um, again, it all goes down to what they're going through. I don't think people, unless you coached or played, understand. I've been through multiple allegations during the season, how hard it is to get your fucking guys to show up every game and ball out and do what you're doing. They dominated Michigan State. We know it's not a, that wasn't a big, big win. But the fact that they're going through what they're going through. I actually watched the game. I thought J.J. made NFL decisions. Um, I thought he made great decisions with the ball. He was accurate. He made plays on third down. I just have him at number one for the week because I looked at this landscape, and I'm like, eh. Marvin Harrison Jr. could be argued at one because of the game was bigger, and he had, I think, a, a record catch uh, receptions um, in a game, and people have been doubting him all year, and he showed up in the biggest one. So I could put him there. I'm racist too. Uh, put him at racist uh, hell because he been he lost his step. He can't. He look, he look a little slower. You guys know who the Jerzon Newton kid is? He had like fucking yeah. eight pass uh, hurries and 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 I think five sacks or something. Um, Damn. Yeah, he balled the fuck out. And then uh, I don't know if you guys watched the third string QB for Utah, Bryson Barnes. That motherfucker is a dude. Uh, that motherfucker's a dude. He's a player. He's a player. Um, those are my five. Who you guys got? I would put Harrison one just because, I mean, he was dominating. He he was completely dominating against a very good defense. Uh, he was the total difference in the game. And keep in mind, this was without their second best receiver, best running back. He's just dominating double team. Didn't matter. Um, as far as McCarthy, I love Michigan. I think they're the best team in the country for sure. Um, I don't think that's even a question. I have no problem him being one. I'd put him more two and Harrison three. Ollie Gordon, you know, I get it. Then again, Oklahoma State is is not I guess it's it is all they're, they're, they're down, huh? I I think yeah. is he gonna get on the but here's the here's the season, Jeff. This is the type of season where that motherfucker will beat Oklahoma. 
Yeah, I mean, they got a, that's a big game next week. I mean, Oklahoma better watch it with Kansas. Kansas is really good um, offensively. But, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, you know, he's obviously a dynamic player. They're just not as good as normal, I guess you can say. And that's, I think, to more of a down hey, Jeff, because- we'll finish the show off. I got to run a, a two-hour drive at in a minute, but we'll finish the show. Smitty got to get out of here. He's got to go get his wife, Chick-fil-A. And then um, – and. I'm just kidding. I know he's going to – we need to hood, get Smitty out the hood fund, raise. He's got to go look at a condominium. Uh, Big Smitty, I know you're out of here. I love y'all, though, man. Hit the like button, man. Appreciate the get Smitty out the hood fund. We're going to use that to get me out the hood. Jeff, I love you, baby, man. Pull up to L.A. Hey, brother. year over. I will. JB, man, I'm going to kick your ass again tomorrow. Peace. See you later, bro. Um, All right. Let's dive into the NFL real quick. You got five minutes? Yeah. All right. Top performing QBs. I'll talk about it again tomorrow, but top performing QBs. I'm going to give Lamar for being efficient in his system. I'm going to put him at one. I'm going to put Patrick Mahomes at two. Mac Jones at three. I'm going to put my D2 Tyson Badgett at four and PJ Walker for coming and making some big throws late to beat the Colts at five. Who's your top five NFL performing QBs? Uh, well, look, I, probably put Jalen Hurts five I mean I I know he had an interception or but I mean he threw for almost 300 yards he was efficient he had a couple of touchdowns and they beat up the Miami Dolphins without the two best corners though yeah and I get like I have no issue with your list ever Uh, Lamar's definitely one um did I think he would play that well no I don't think anybody thought that. Um, maybe Tyrod Taylor, possibly. But then again, it's the commanders. Who the fuck cares? I have no issue with your list. The Badgett kid, D2, uh, he played at, uh, what was it, uh, one of the PSAC schools, which is the Pennsylvania State Athletic Commission. Uh, I wish I would have seen him in college. I'd have played. I'd have went and watched the game. Here's a, here's, a, here's a Lamar clip I want to show everybody because we're going to break this down Friday. Kirk Cousins I'd maybe put in there? I. That list was made because he would be number one, I'm going to be honest. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins had the best performance of any quarterback this year on Monday night. I I do think Hurts could be five. I get why you didn't put him in um, because there were some good quarterbacks. But I thought he was quite good against against a good team. But, again, you were right without the quarter or the corners. Um, I want to show you this uh, real quick. Can you hear me? Yep. You guys see Jeff on the bottom left down there. Um, I, I'm right there next to Jeff. Look at that. <laughs> All right. So uh, I want to show you this play. This is the first play of the game against the Lions. Now, this is why I'll never put Lamar as an elite quarterback in the NFL. This is why I probably will say he'll never win a Super Bowl. So I want to be showing you real quick, okay? Uh, they're going to run this guy. Let me sh- let me change that real quick. Um. They're going to run this guy, Jeff, on a little bit of a post-corner route. All right? He's going to run that combination right there. They're going to – I'm tripping. Hold on. I think they're going to motion this guy across the formation. They're going to run this cat on a corner route, I believe. I've seen this play. And then they're going to float the back in the flat here. Okay? That's going to be the combination. This corner right here is the read key, Jeff. All right. So that guy, Jeff, in blue circle is the read key, meaning if he squats, okay, 
if he comes down, if he were to play the flat, meaning come down, play the flat right here, Lamar should take this corner shot right in this dead area away from this safety who's playing deep third middle. Okay. So that's going to be the, the whole concept. So you kind of know what we're looking at at quarterback. So he can't make that throw on the run, though. I'm just telling you as a quarterback guy, Lamar can't make that throw to the corner right here where this blue line is or that X is right there. He can't make that throw on the run like Mahomes can, like Josh Allen, Herbert, uh, Stafford, uh, uh, Russell Wilson, a million other guys. So he has to take the shot put flat route. Okay, so motion that guy across. There's the tight end on the corner. There's the flat route. Patrick Mahomes, Jeff, Stafford, elite quarterbacks, just so you know, with this safety in the middle right here, this is a touchdown ball. You throw the ball right there where the blue arrow is. Yep. This guy catches it. This is the number one read in the play. You read this play right here. Corner sank late. Look at the corner. Here's the read I told you right there. He's but his seen. eyes aren't even there. They're, he's looking right at the running back. His eyes are in the backfield. I got him. Now my eyes go to this guy. I got him. Now throw the corner out. Throw him open. You throw the ball right there. I mean, not for. Yeah, I mean. Now watch, watch. I want to. I want you to see the ball accuracy to the flat route. Now, I'm not hating on Lamar, Jim Brain. I'm just telling you the truth. Yep. Now, if you think that's elite quarterback play right there, then you're fucking an idiot, Jim Bryan. <laughs> this is I'm not bringing up tape. This is tape from last week, bro. This is Sunday, you fucking moron. I'm the only one on YouTube that get updated film in the NFL and can show it, you fucking moron. Shut the fuck up. God damn, you fucking idiot. Years ago. Bits, this was two days ago, you fuck. So here it is. Look at this ball, by the way, uh, Jeff. That yeah, ball right yeah. there yeah. makes him have to go down here, catch the ball. It extends his leg from – this is the furthest your legs can be apart, just so you're clear. Do you know what that does? Instead of the ball being put on his upfield shoulder, guess what? He runs and he's up the sideline. Yeah, that's, Instead, that's, that's a minimal game. If any he has, game. Now he's got to catch the ball, regroup. I have a ton of these plays that I'm going to show you, and he had the most efficient game of his career. You look Possibly. at this guy, Quasar Hampton. It's a complete pass, JB. But he, he did it really badly, and he didn't do it the right to the right person. Hey, 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 Jeff, have you seen the complete pass that Patrick Mahomes threw? Um, Man, I think what you just got to do is you got to realize what he's not. He's just trying to show you that he's not. Like he like he said he put him as his number one quarterback, but that I, is a fact that it was a bad decision and a play he should have made that he didn't make. Jeff, they don't get it. They here's the thing, it's not hating that I'm nitpicking either. I'm showing you because I broke this that. guy down. I broke this guy down for years now. I've been but, showing you, coach. Coach, I have, I do this every day on TikTok. I break down different things. I break down the mafia, and you have people. You have guys that have been in the mafia for 50 years. He ain't in the mafia. That ain't true. You're making that up. I'm just taking reports from the FBI, arrest record. Like, you, I know you don't want to hear facts, but, you know, people don't want to hear facts nowadays in any realm. So it's. Lamar is a winner, 
Break that down. Really, what's what he, he won? won? <laughs> hey, Jeff, I, I think Lamar has how many playoff wins? One? Yeah. He's never won. By the way, Daniel Jones has one, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, and then they come back with these stupid-ass things. It's like, I'm right in it. He ain't a winner. That ain't a fact either. That's actually you're just living in fantasy land. Hey, Kassar Hampton with the Q as your profile pitcher who's not a member. By the way, I actually like Lamar. I told you one of my best friends in the world recruited him and coached him. I like Lamar and as a player, as a, I mean, as a human, as a kid. I've never, have you ever heard me one time bash Lamar Jackson's character or talk about him in a bad manner and saying he's a shit bird or fuck stick? No, you haven't. I'm telling you the truth about the quarterback position, you fucking idiot. Coach, this is the issue with sports is fans are the most delusional people on the planet. Quasar and Jim are both Raven fans. They have their foam fingers and they eat nachos and watch the game every week in their Lamar jersey. And they're upset. Lamar could go out and shoot somebody in the head at the Inner Harbor and they would defend him. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters but their fandom to him and to that team. And they will completely, completely go against anything that makes any sort of credible sense because they're a fan of a team. That's Here's the reason why they are fans. I'm going to be honest. They're, they're fantasy fanboys, and they only bet fantasy. So when they pull up their phone tomorrow and Lamar Jackson got them 76 points and they won a few dollars, they think Lamar is the biggest and best motherfucking quarterback in the history of the NFL. Put Quasar on the show. He said, oh, come on right now. Bring him on. What's he going to do? He says, he, I'll come up right now. Does that mean you'll come on the show? I'd like to hear you talk. I just want to hear a coach and you. I, I'm tired of giving these casual that aren't members any love. Like, members. You no, know, have him defend his point. He says that the guy's a winner or whatever. What's he saying? What's he want to say, though? Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me bring up some more film. Hold on. He says, I'm actually a giant fan. I'll come up right now. You definitely won't. What's come up mean? I don't know if that means he'll come up and see you or he'll come on the show. I don't know. Uh, I like this view better. I got these new. Oh, I like this one. I got so many outlays with this video. Let me keep going here real quick. I think I'm going to just postpone my back thing. I'm tired of driving two hours. I might go Friday. Um, All right. Here's another one. Okay. Oh, that's a fucking big time, big time fucking throw. Look at that shot put. That's a fucking, that is goddamn dissection of coverage right there. That's called an RPO. So we could get a guy who can't throw the ball 20 yards downfield. To actually fucking be positive. Can you go back to that play that you showed us the first time and show it from the aerial view? Because I wanted to mention something to you. This view? Okay. Uh, the other one. The other view. I got every view there is. So this one. This top one. Okay. So watch the top receiver. That would be my first decision. Single coverage. Watch. Look at the top receiver. Yeah, but he's sprinting away. Yeah, I know, but like that should have been should not have been the first read originally. On the where are you talking about on the backside? Top receiver, top of the screen. Is that Zay Flowers? Top of the screen. This guy right here. Yeah, watch him. Yeah, but his the the play is designed for him to fake a run and boot out this way, so okay. he's not going to boot Got out him. and throw, throw back. Yeah, Quasar became a member. Bring him on, coach. Is that what he wants to do? Yes, I guess. All right, hold on. Let me uh let me show you this great fucking 
football play right here. Let me. We're just gonna watch Lamar for a minute. We're gonna watch a little. Max Hex, what up? Yeah, that that looks like a Super Bowl winning fucking read and throw. Motherfucker shot put it his second ball of the day already. <laughs> Yo, coach, I gotta I gotta laugh at some comment though, right? He says Chief forever. He doesn't even spell Chief right. Look at look at. Oh the no, comment. yeah, he's he. This guy's a fucking clown. You'll never break down Patty because he is the greatest, bro. Is he? I actually got Patty ready to go right now. You want to oh. actually want to? You want me to bring Pat Mahomes in right now? I can actually do that Those because I the world can do what I can do. I have NFL film of the Chiefs' last game. Do you want to bring it up? Man, okay. Chief C H E I F. I'll actually bring it up. I'll actually bring it up. <laughs> Always uh, cherry picks Lamar's plays. Damn, they're coming at you in this show. Chef, chef forever. I know, Freddie Mac. I'm racist. I don't like Lamar. How are you a fan of the team and you spelled Chief wrong? That's amazing. That's that's nuts. That's nuts. Here we go. Watch this play. Over the top. Let's go. Boom. Bang eight. Got clean pocket. I like Lamar stepping in there right there. Got him. There you go. Big time. Let's see it from the tight. Here we go. Tight copy. I like Lamar in the pocket. I'm actually surprised. He's stayed in there. And he got a guy coming right at his kneecap. That's a hard thing to do. It's good he didn't underthrow that. That, that safety almost. Uh, threw it over the middle. This is the best ball he threw all day, by the way. The problem with the ball is it's not that he completed it. See, people see this in fantasy and think that it's a great job. It's the delivery, it's the mechanics, and it's not sustainable. This is the only thing I've been telling people. It's just not sustainable. It's not that he's a bad person. This is not going to win a Super Bowl is what I'm trying to tell you. And guess what? So far, history's proven me right. But I, what do I know? Um, and I got Mahomes. I could sit here for fucking 12 hours today and break down a million game films. I have them all, by the way. So... And I have every I have every version of it. So there's nothing hidden. You see this? This is three angles of the same play, all you fuck boys out there. So I have every angle of football you can imagine that you will never see ever on any other show. <laughs> so here, three by one motion, motion back. And I like Lamar that throwing the ball with them. I do. I'm trying to find this one particular play, though. See, this is what's going to get him hurt, by the way. See, right here, Jeff, is to, to my point is. Throw the ball out of bounds right here. Throw it out of bounds and live to fight another day and stay healthy because you've missed a lot of games. Yeah, why are you even taking that, right? Why are you doing it? But I think this is the red zone play I want to show you in particular. I want to show you this one particular play that everybody's in awe of. Okay, run play. We'll move on. Let's go to the next play. All right. Make sure we get everybody set. Oh, I think it's the fourth down play. I think it's the fourth down play. Don't like that play. Don't like him to take that hit. Do not like it. Um, let's see what he does here. It's an RPO. Hutchinson's unread. He's red. We're blocking him. We're not blocking him. We're reading him. So Lamar should pull the ball. And now he becomes a runner or he's throwing that slant. But that alley player gets into his vision. So he tucks it. And now he's going to make a play. Gets a pretty good shot put on him. And again, not sustainable. Ain't gonna last very long. Now I want to show you these touchdowns though, if I could find them. 
Because here's this fourth play right here. Is this the play he runs around? Yeah, I think. No. No, nah, this is just a run. Um, this is just a boot naked, boot, na boot naked QB. And uh, gets a lead blocker out there and shit, like still in candy. He runs around in the backfield on one of these plays, Jeff, and throws a touchdown to Zay Flowers, I think. Um, I don't know if you saw that play. I mean, I watched a lot of the game. Let me get down here and show you. Uh, let's see. By the way, he had 250 at first half, I think. Yeah, I love the Ravens this week. Yeah. I mean, I could break this whole thing down. Um, Chef forever. <laughs> I love this. And I and I truly believe Munkin is getting them better in their in his read progression. I love that he stood in here, stepped up, and threw that ball. What I don't like is his mechanics. Again, I go back to his mechanics, and one of my good friends is now coaching him, T. Martin. Um, but right here, I love it. But then look at his body mechanic. Have you ever seen a quarterback throw that ball like that? Nah, he's weird. When he... he he throws all arm, but see, that's not sustainable. That is the worst quarterback mechanics in the NFL. I'm going to be honest. So that's the thing about it. You got to stand in there. Have you ever seen any greats that won Super Bowls do that? Like nope. stand there and throw with one foot? Maybe Michael Vick or somebody. Yeah, but mm. um, anyway, we'll get to it. I want to show you. I got this film so I can show it all day long. I want to see if this is the touchdown to Zay Flowers. I want to show you what I mean by um, not sustainable because this is what he does a lot of. And I, what do I know? I don't know shit. Um See, when he gets off balance, this is the, the balls that he throws. Where would this play ever work in the NFL? Ever? Uh, it doesn't work too much. Um, but it's a read system. They're still running read option shit for him because he's not the traditional guy. That's just what it is. He's not sure, the traditional yeah. guy. That's what he is, does. This is what he's great at right there. But see, again, you're going to get hit roll and you're going to get hurt. And that's why if your best player is Lamar Jackson, do you guys think he is your best? then you want him to play all the games. Does he not? Don't we not want to play all the games? Here's a, I want to show you this play right here. Again, that's a fucking knee, hamstring. Look, getting up a little slow. Why run when you can throw it away? See, that's the thing people don't grasp, Jeff. Are you a quarterback or a running back? I want to be clear, because if you're a quarterback, then you're supposed to play every play and get you guys the ball like that. You're not supposed to run around in the backfield. And that's what people don't understand. He gets hit more than any other quarterback, and he's getting older, Big uh, Jeff. If you've noticed, he's getting walked down now when he breaks and gets long runs. He's not scoring no more like he used to. So here's the play I want to show you, all right? Now, this is, a ball, this is a play that he threw a touchdown on, and everybody's in awe, all right? This is a touchdown I want to show you. This is what Lamar does, where you cannot scheme. You cannot scheme. The scheme has happened right now, Jeff. See, the scheme's already happened, Jeff. So they got him in the pocket there, in the pocket there. They've taken away, they've taken away number one read for him, which is right here. And now 
they're taking away the perimeter so they make him a runner, which they don't want to do. So he know they know he can't beat him with their arm. So guess what? Let's pin him in the pocket. And what does Lamar do? He's a freak of nature. He gets out of it. Now, look, by the way, his back is to the fucking defense for seven seconds, okay? So then he comes out of it, and everybody sees that he's broke the pocket, and he makes a fucking play that is ad lib as it gets, and he puts it on him because he can't throw it too far out here because if he does, Smitty, I mean, Jeff, it's going to be picked. Um, Very mad at me. It's going to be picked by that guy. So he has to throw it right there. I give him credit for throwing that ball right there, um, keeping him out of harm's way. But at the same time, that's a play that you just uh, – no one else is going to do. The defense did their job. He made a fucking yeah. play with his feet because he's such a freak of nature. So mm-hmm. this is what Lamar does, Je- uh, Jeff. He's not sitting in the pocket dissecting coverage and all this old shit. So I'm just saying, you know. Um, yeah, I'm actually hey, Jeff forever. Shut the fuck up. Go watch Max feed in, bitch. Um, here – I got, I got, I got some Max. I got some Mahomes shit too. We're gonna break down later. Um, but hey, I appreciate you staying on, man. I gotta get out of here. Fucking sounds good. I'll see you I'll, Friday. I'll see you Friday. We'll talk NFL and all the games. All right. See you then. Everybody else, pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. If you're not one, become one. And uh, hey, we'll see you on the other side. And uh, pound that like button. Break the algorithm. Let's do it. Let's get out of here. Let's break it. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Next week, my daily rants start back. So uh, I'll be doing daily rants because there's a lot going on I need to rant about. So much love to you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. We switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed it. Yeah, it's a wrap. We won the games we missed and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB.